The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Father, two, three, four, five, seven, the CPNF train. Look, Sigmund! Look at the sky! The planet's on fire! It is just as you prophesized! The planet of our solar system incinerating! Like flaming globes, Sigmund! Like flaming globes! Nah, man. Some of you guys are fucking elite at talking about dumb shit. Legit. Like, bro, to be honest with you, I'm jealous. I'm fucking jealous, bruv. Because all I talk about is fucking politics, war, right? That shit sucks. Like, fam, not being able to be ignorant sucks. I saw you guys having fun, right? I saw y'all having fun on social media, talking about Ashanti, talking about Drake, talking about Lizzo. The fuck was I doing? Huh? I was out there reading about the fucking Pfizer vaccine. The fuck? Right? I was out there reading about wars. Right? And global trade. Boring. Boring. Motherfuckers want to talk about Drake's six-pack. Is it real? Is it not? Does Drake have a fucking silicone six-pack? Yes or no? Bruh, I want to join the debate. I saw you having fun. Bruh, listen, I felt left out. The J, bruv, right? I had FOMO. Honestly, bruv, I was like, yo, does Drake have a rubber six-pack, yes or no? Is it fake, yes or no? Is it bouncy, yes or no? Does Drake have a fucking bouncing castle for a six-pack, yes or no? How does it feel? I want to know. No homo. (laughs) Right? How does that shit feel? Is it bouncy? Is it real? What's going on? Right? Legit, bruv. Motherfuckers were out there discussing Drake's navel. Think about it. They're out there talking about his fucking belly button. They're like, oh, oh, his fucking belly button looks stretched out. Right? It looks stretched out. This motherfucker went under the knife. Right? I'd like to know. Right? I'd like to know who did the fucking job on him. Who did the work? Was it Dr. Miami? Bruh, I've got so many questions. I've got so many fucking questions. And by the way, my neighbor's dogs are fucking annoying. As you can hear, bruv, I just woke up. Okay? These fucking dogs woke me up. Fam, I was out here thinking that we are being attacked. Honestly, bruv, I woke up, yo fam, I woke up searching for my pistol. I woke up searching for a fucking knife. Right? I woke up searching for a hammer. I woke up searching for a weapon, bruv. It's crazy. These fucking dogs were out here wilding. I had to wake up. Right? I thought some motherfuckers were attacking somebody, bruv. It's crazy. Right, 
I was gonna pull up with a fucking clock. Fuck a taser. Fuck a taser. Legit. Crazy out here, bro. Right? We live in a crazy world. We live in a crazy time. We all need to keep our fucking hairs on a swivel. But I digress. I fucking digress. Right? Bruh, I saw Lizzo being all body positive. Right? On Instagram. Like, oh, this is an unedited picture of me. Look at me. In all my flabby glory. Look at me in all my obese glory. Bruh, when I saw that picture, I was like, hey, yo, Lizzo. Listen, I hope you got the fucking vaccine. Okay? When I saw the body positive picture, I was like, hey, Lizzo, listen. I hope you got vaccinated. And listen, I hope that you got the fucking Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. Right? For your own good. Legit, for your own sake. All facts. Because COVID-19 is out here killing fat people at a thousand miles per hour. Right? Lizzo is out there embracing her obese self. Listen, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You feel me? Like I said. Like I said. Okay? The real kings of the jungle... Are the fucking elephants. Okay? The real king of the jungle is the fucking elephant. Right? And Lizzo is, of course. You know. <laughs> right? Right? She's out there looking like a baby elephant. It's a beautiful thing. Listen, don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful thing. Love yourself, sister. Yas, queen. Slay. Slay. Do your thing. However, be careful. Right? If a motherfucker starts coughing around you, buckle the fuck up. Strap up. Strap up. Right? I saw you, Lizzo. Lizzo is out there. She's right, just having a ball. She's out and about. You feel me? Out there thirsting over Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America. Right? She's out there thirsting over him. Like, oh, my God. Oh my god, I'm out here sliding in these DMs when I'm drunk. I slide in Chris Evans' DMs. Oh, look at that. He follows me. Oh my god. Right? Bruh, yo, yo, yo. Black women love a white nigga, bruh. Black women love white niggas, bruh. Right? And they judge black men for being with white women. That shit is just, you know, it's weird. That's all I'm saying. Right? Date whoever the fuck you want to date. But listen, bro, it ain't right. You feel me? It is right. Black women be out there just chasing after a white man. They be out there chasing after a white dick at a thousand miles per hour. Right? It is what it is, bro. Look at Ashanti. Right? A picture of Ashanti. Standing next to some white dude who looks like fucking Duncan Robinson, right from the Miami Heat, came out, throughout the posing, you know what I mean? Motherfuckers are like, oh my god, it's a beautiful thing, Ashanti finally decided, finally decided to bring her man out into the fucking light, right? 
And when people saw that the guy was a white dude, right, who probably grew up in fucking in the Hamptons or some shit, I don't know, right? I don't know how this white and black segregation shit, you know, works in America, right? Because once upon a time, Compton was all white. So, inshallah, right? Now Compton is a bunch of niggas who got loyalty and royalty inside their DNA. <laughs> right? It's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. You feel me? Ashanti is dating a white man. I was like, bruh, yo, look at Duncan Robinson, bruh. Yo, I was like, yo, Duncan Robinson legit came up. He legit came up last year. He went to the fucking NBA finals, shooting threes at a thousand miles per hour. And this year he pops up with a black queen, right? Like, what's Ashanti? Is she, is she even black? Is she Puerto Rican or fucking Dominican? Like, like what's going on over there? Right? You know, but she looks black, so. I'm guessing she's black, right? I'm guessing she's black, but I'm pretty sure that she's not, you know, 1,000% black because you know how these people move. You know how fucking Puerto Ricans and fucking Dominicans move, right? Most of them don't like embracing their black sides. They don't. They nah, 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 right? I ain't black, you feel me? I ain't fucking black, nigga, nah, nigga. You know, now there's this fucking new phenomena in America, right, called the Afro-Latinos, right? I'm Afro-Latino. I'm not embracing the dark side of the moon. <laughs> right? It's crazy, man. This is fucking crazy. Living a crazy time, man. You know, Ashanti decided to fucking roll out her man. Right? And I was like, hey, listen, do you, bruv? Love is love, I guess. Right? Love is love, I guess. Feel me? Love is love. Love is love, right? It's crazy, man. Right? Lizzo was out there hanging out with Kehlani and Caesar, right? They were out there walking, right? While holding hands. Sisters in arms, right? And listen, some people are speculating that maybe they had a fucking menage a trois, right? Maybe they're fucking because Kehlani decided to come out as 100% lesbian. It is what it is. Right? Kehlani is out there looking like fucking Ellen DeGeneres in her prime, right? She was dressed like fucking Elliot Page, you know? I was like, yo, brah, little salute, man. I, I fucks with the Umbrella Academy like the next guy. Right? There's what it does. There's what it is. What I'm saying is, hey, yo, Lizzo, be careful out there. Be careful. Don't be out there catching COVID. Okay? Obese people are dying all day or a dead day. Listen. Listen, I'm all for body positivity. I'm all for loving thyself. But, hey, yo, bruh, bruh, motherfuckers are dying. Motherfuckers are dying. Okay? Motherfuckers are dying. Over 60 or 70%. Out of the people that got killed by COVID-19 were mostly obese, right? Or they had fucking comorbidities. So buckle the fuck up, Lizzo. Love yourself, but be careful out there, man. Jesus Christ. Because Lizzo is talented. Lizzo can sing. Right? Fam, yo, that, that color song of hers, things, things called something, something, color. Right? That shit is dope. 
Her voice on that shit bangs. The song is called Something Something Color. Blah, 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 color. You know, fill in the fucking blanks, bruv. It's all good. It's all good, bruh. Right, I don't know any of these fucking songs. I listen to drug dealers. Legit. I listen to gangster rap all day, every day. I listen to fucking Conway La Machina and Benny the Butcher and West Side Gun. I listen to Griselda. It is what it is. Right? I listen to fucking Freddie Gibbs. Motherfuckers be out there talking about drugs and, and people getting shot. Right? I listen to fucking Stove God Cooks. That's who I listen to. Right? Like, bro, can I be honest with y'all, fam? Yo, dude, I honestly don't know who the fuck Dua Lipa is. I've never seen Dua Lipa. I always hear this fucking name, like, oh, Dua this, Dua that. I was like, who the fuck is Dua? Who the fuck is Dua? Right? And then a few days ago, I was out here watching, you know, basic ass TV. And then I saw fucking Dua Lipa on some ad. And I was like, that's Dua Lipa? Bruh, Dua Lipa looks like every white chick under the sun. Right? I was like, I listen, I saw her once and I forgot her immediately. Like, bruh, dude, Dua Lipa is highly forgettable. Highly forgettable. Legit. Right? You are forgettable. That's what you are, Dua. <laughs> okay? Dua forgettable. That's what you are, Dua. Legit. Dua is fucking forgettable. Highly forgettable. Highly forgettable. How the fuck did Dua Lipa become famous? How the fuck did that shit happen? Huh? How the fuck did that shit happen? Huh? It is a fam. Listen, it's as if this fucking industry is just letting anybody in. Anybody in. Anybody fucking in. Right? Motherfuckers just, you know, they're just letting anybody in. Right? It's crazy out here, bruv. Fucking crazy, man. I can't believe that grown man were out there talking about Drake's six pack. Is it real? Is it not? Is it silicone? Is it not? Who gives a flying fuck? Who cares? Right? But evidently the fucking internet cares. You know what I mean? The interweb, right? The infobon. Evidently the fucking infobon cares. Right? And listen, bruv, who gives a fuck if it's real or it's not? Right? Silicone is in the fucking eye of the beholder. Legit, bruv. Fake six-packs are in the eye of the beholder. Fake asses are in the eyes of the fucking beholders. And we all know who the beholders are. Right? The niggas who get trapped by... Instagram thirst traps, right? The niggas and evidently the girls, right? Who are easily trapped by Instagram thirst trappers, right? Facts. Evidently, Drake has turned himself into a male Instagram thirst trapper, right? 
He's turned himself into a jove, honey. And boy, is he catching all the bees, catching all the flies, and catching all the bass. Right? He has become a bare necessity. It is what it is, BFB. Right? Bees, flies, and bears. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, bro. Right? So, fam, fake packs are in the eye of the beholder. You feel me? Right? If you motherfuckers like Drake's fake body, then that means, you know, the trap worked. Right? You took the fucking bait. You feel me? Don't matter if you are male or female. You took the fucking bait. Right? It's crazy, man. Motherfuckers out there debating about Drake's packs. We live in a crazy time. You feel me? And Joe, Baka, hey, Baka not nice. Like, like, you know, why was Baka taking videos of Drake and the rest of the fucking OVO team, you know, exercising? Like, like, what's up with that? You know, why was Baka recording the fucking gym session? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right? Like, like why was Baka? The most gangster nigga in OVO. Why was he the fucking cameraman? Why was he the fucking videographer? What's going on? Why was Baka not nice? Moving like fucking Hype Williams. Why was Baka not nice? Moving like fucking Director X. I got so many questions. I've got so many questions. Baka not nice. Was out there taking fucking gym session videos. Documenting the sash, right? Documenting the sash with the boys, right? They were out there engaging in locker room talk. It's like, what are y'all doing? You feel me? It's crazy, bro. You know, Drake's six pack is is, is languishing, right? Languishing. <laughs> Drake's fucking belly button is just languishing. Languishing! Languishing. Right? Baka not nice was out there enjoying himself, bro. Yo, nah, nah, nah. Baka not nice. Nah, man. Come on. Listen, I know that Baka has been to prison a bunch of times. Right? And like, you know, let's just keep it about, you know? These prison-ass niggas are weird, bro. Did y'all see fucking Boosie Badass? Bro, Boosie Badass is always talking about dick. Like, I don't know why. He's always talking about dick. He's always talking about a man getting penetrated all the fucking time. Legit. Right? When that fucking Derek Chauvin verdict got read out, he was like, damn. Damn, I, I was about to call them boys in prison. I was about to call my fucking dick boys. Right? <laughs> right? I was going to make sure that Derek Chauvin gets raped. The moment he walks in, I was like, what's, like, what's up with pussy badass, bruh? Dude, these prison niggas are weird. These prison niggas are, bruh. These prison niggas are crazy, right? They come out of prison speaking Islam. It's like, what, what's going on, bruv? Well, speaking Arabic and preaching Islam. Legit, bruv. They come out of prison just, just speaking Arabic. And you're like, what? 
They come out of prison praying five times a day. Right? Ah, dude, it's confusing. It's fucking confusing, but it is what it is. Right? That's what it is. Feel me? You know, prison niggas are wild, man. Prison niggas are fucking wild. Right? So I know that Baka not nice. Is, you know? He's a prison dude. You feel me? And I'm pretty sure that he was documenting the fucking gym session, you know, for for private use. Right? <laughs> right? 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 He wasn't recording the fucking gym sesh with the boys for fun. No. He was recording that shit for private use, bruv. Legit. Right? Hey, listen, listen, listen. You know, listen. Whatever people do in their private lives. Hey, listen. It is what it is. Right? Whatever people do in private has nothing to do with me. Okay? All I'm saying is, Baka Not Nice was evidently recording the gym session for private use. He's going to use that shit, you know, as his jerk-off material. It is what it is. That's all I'm saying. He was having, yo, dude, he was having too much fun behind the fucking camera. All I'm saying is, Drake's belly button, bro. Yo, dude. His fucking belly button is out there looking like... <laughs> that fucking belly button is holding on for dear life. <laughs> yes, man. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> right? His belly button is out there trying to speak patois. You feel me? His belly button is out there trying to fucking... <laughs> yes, mate. Me, I'm here, fam. I'm here, bruv. UK man's on him. <laughs> right? Right? His belly button is out there fucking... He's out there trying to talk in all of his accents. Right? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, man. Jamaica, Barbados. You feel me? It's crazy, man. His belly button is out there just, just languishing. Just fucking... Languishing. Wow. Languishing. Lacking of vigor or spirit. L-A-N-G-U-I-S-H-I-N-G. Languishing. What was that you were reading? Oh, that was a piece in the New York Times. Adam Grant wrote a piece about languishing. He said that um, it's kind of the mental, the mental health state of 2021 between flourishing and depression, like the state that we're um, indifferent to our own indifference. Oh, that's good. Why didn't I come up with that? I don't know, Louie. Yeah, and it makes me think of these days, you know, some of us wake up thinking... You know, we're vaccinated and spring is here, but by the afternoon, many of us are still in the same four square feet. <clears throat> right, right. Also, I've been hearing that, you know, social contact has been so needed from people and then quickly depleting them. Yeah, what do you think that's about? Do you think that's just, that's our nervous systems getting used to things again? Well, there's that, but I also kind of wish you people had like ritual leaders you know not just in religious settings but when friends come back together what do you mean how so 
Well, people could stand to have their grief acknowledged and held and to make space for how strange this is and a container for that before we, you know, rightfully get back to celebrating being together. Because if we don't do that, we kind of deny uh, an essential part of our own experience. So what are, you know, groups of friends in the absence of ritual leaders, like you say, supposed to do? Well, I would mention it, you know, give, give a little, give a little eloquence to your own awkwardness, you know, talk about your own sadness or aloneness or losses or just give mention. And that gives permission for others to feel some of the same, you know, I'd advise that, all right? And uh, maybe that could help. Not bad. The mm. fuck are you talking about? Mm. The fuck are you talking about? I mean, fam, like, I'm, I'm tired, you know? I'm, I'm fucking tired. I mean, bro, like, when is this pandemic gonna end? Like, bro, like, yo, yo, listen. I, I'm tired, okay? I'm fucking tired. Legit, bruv, and I'm running out of patience. Honestly, I'm running out of patience. Like, bruv, when is this pandemic gonna end? Let's just keep it a buck. Are we stuck with this shit? Is this it? Like, is this life from here onwards? Is this it? I mean, bruh, like, fam, what's handing in? And oh, oh, like, fam, it seems as though every single week, we get a new story about how fucked up these vaccines are. Like, bruh, do these vaccines work or no? Like, hey, Johnson & Johnson. Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Does your vaccine work or no? What's handing in with Johnson & Johnson's vaccine? I mean, bruh, a story came out last week, right? That the FDA learned that Johnson & Johnson's vaccine was being manufactured in poor conditions. Yeah. Word is, one of Johnson & Johnson's contractors is out there just mismanaging their fucking manufacturing plant. Legit. So, bruv, yo, fam, hey, what's happening? it? I mean, bruv, yo, fam, a story came out last week that Johnson & Johnson's vaccine was being manufactured in a fucking favela somewhere in Brazil. Okay? Like, hey, yo, Johnson & Johnson, what's happening? in? Motherfuckers are out there cooking up pills in a shack somewhere. Motherfuckers are all breaking bad. Right? What the fuck? Like, dude, hey, fam. Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson. Why is your fucking vaccine being manufactured in a fucking RV? Huh? <laughs> huh? What? Why? Why? I mean, bruh, fam, like, motherfuckers are out there consuming bootleg vaccines. Right? Because Pfizer came out and said that they've identified fake COVID-19 shots abroad. Where it is, 
counterfeit COVID-19 vaccines are being sold as criminals start to exploit this fucking high demand. <laughs> Pfizer came out and said, yo, in Mexico, about 80 people received fraudulent doses and in Poland, authorities recovered vials containing anti-wrinkle drugs. I mean, bruh, hey, what's happening? What the fuck is going on, bro? I mean, fam, the fact that Johnson & Johnson has a bunch of fucking lunatics cooking up drugs in an RV. Oh, Jesse. Jesse. We are going to make so much money, Jesse. <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Huh? Johnson & Johnson has Heisenberg. Making his fucking vaccine. And Pfizer is out there battling with fucking bootleggers. I mean, bruh, like, like, dude, I think we are stuck with this shit, bruh. Honestly, I think we are stuck with this shit, bruh. Legit. Fam, I'm languishing. I'm languishing. Legit. I'm fucking languishing, bruh. Yo, listen, listen, I want to live. I want to go hiking. Okay? And listen, bruv, I know. Okay, I know. I know that hiking while black is dangerous. Okay? You can't be a black person hiking. Hiking is for the whiteies. But listen, bruv, listen. I want to go out. I want to live. Oh, facts. I want to go on an adventure. Legit. I want to be chased by a bear. I want to fight a fucking coyote. Listen, bruv, in the jungle, the mighty jungle. I want to fight a lion. I want to fight a lion, bruv. Right? If the fucking lion is sleeping, listen, I'm going to wake that bitch. Like, wake the fuck up, Simba. It's time. The gym, bruv. I mean, bruv, like, fam, what the fuck is handing in? Oh, Jesse. Jesse. Bruh, yo, 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 talking about Breaking Bad, bruh, Walter White's son, fam, one of the most annoying people of all time. Why is that a drug dealer? Why is that a drug dealer? What's going on? Dad, I'm disappointed in you, Dad. You're my hero. What the fuck is wrong with that kid? And listen, bruh, listen, I get it. I fucking get it. I get that that kid wasn't okay. But that kid was fucking annoying. Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they just kill that fucking kid? Just, just fucking shoot him! Jesus fucking Christ! Your dad is a fucking hero. Okay? Walter White was a fucking hero. Appreciate that shit. Love it. Celebrate it. Your dad was out there moving weight. Trying to take care of the family. Jesus fucking Christ. Your dad was trying to take care of the family, bruv. Oy, oy, oy. We need more fathers like that. You know, bruv, a few days ago, I saw some fucking asshole on Facebook, right? He posted about his kids and shit like that, right? And I quote, I just want to spend time with my kids and be happy. That's it, right? 
And then he posted two pictures of himself playing with his kids, right? And that was the caption. I just want to spend time with my kids and be happy. That's it. Hey, hey, hey. How about don't tell us about it? Just do it. Hey, hey, how about, how about move like Nike? Okay? Don't tell us about it. Just do it. Just do it. Okay? You want to spend time with your kids, right? You want to spend time with your kids, right? You just want to be happy? That's it? How about cool? Just do it. Just do it. We don't need that update. Okay? We don't need it. We don't need it, bruv. Listen, fam. Listen. We are losing our fucking minds out here because COVID. COVID is out here fucking blocking our blessings. Okay? We don't give a fuck about you, your kids, your family, your life. Do you? Don't fucking update us. On your fucking life. Oh, I just want to spend time with my kids. How about just spend it? Just spend it. Don't tell us about it. Just fucking spend it. Bruh, social media, bruh. Social media. Motherfuckers are just updating us about shit that we don't even want to know. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Right? Like Chrissy Teigen coming out and saying that, oh, Kim Kardashian gave it her all. Like, well, what? Yeah. Kim Kardashian gave it her all in her relationship with Kanye before filing for divorce. She gave it her all. You see, Chrissy Teigen, like, like Chrissy, this is why you wanted to be back on social media. This is why. This is why. This is why. Like, you see, bruv. Like, you see, like, I'm telling you, bruv, we are surrounded by crazy people. Okay? We are surrounded by lunatics. On God. I, listen, bruv, we are surrounded by lunatics. All facts. Right? These people are mentally ill. Legit. Legit, bruv. You feel me? Like, like, hey, listen. Motherfuckers are mentally ill out here. Right? And talking about mentally ill people. Florentino Perez. Real Madrid's president. Bruh, he came out and said, listen. If this project didn't work, another one will. Remember, all the 12 clubs have signed a binding contract. That's what he came out and said about the Super League. So buckle the fuck up! Because Florentino and the gang aren't done. Bruh, Florentino is a gangster. Legit. Florentino is a fucking gangster. Bruh, I'm telling you, a lot of people lost their fucking minds during this pandemic. Motherfuckers won't be the same post-pandemic. They won't. They won't be the same. Right? Like, brah, are we just stuck with this shit now? Like, like, I think we are. I think we are. I think we are stuck with this shit. We are stuck with COVID-19. That's what it is. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Right? Don't worry. Be happy. We are stuck with this shit. I'm losing my mind in real time. Legit, bruh, we are stuck with this shit. I'm out here, dude. I'm languishing. I'm languishing. My God, I'm languishing, bro. You know, fucking listen, bro. Like I'm trying to keep it together. Listen, I'm trying to keep it together, but I'm languishing. You know, 
And bruv, yo, speaking of languishing, motherfuckers in India are out there coughing up a storm. Like, bruh, COVID-19 has India in a vice grip, bruv. Like, fam, yo, I'm concerned. Legit, bruv, I'm fucking concerned. Legit. Did y'all see that shit, bruv? Last week, India set a new global record for daily COVID-19 infections. Bruh, more than 312,000 cases were recorded in just 24 hours. Fam, yo, listen, I think we are stuck with this shit. Okay, listen, I think we are stuck with this shit. Right? Listen, bruv, this is our life now. Okay? So you better love it, appreciate it, and celebrate it. Legit, bruv, listen, fam, the next decade is going to be so insane that at the end of it all, right, when we are in our 80s, right, and 90s, we are going to go, bro, what the fuck happened? Like, dude, we, we are going to be sitting there as octogenarians, right, looking at each other like, yo, bro, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Right? You know how people... You know, old people look back at their fucking lives and go, damn, what a life we lived, right? They look back at their fucking lives and go, damn, what a life, <laughs> right? Legit, bro, I sometimes look at my granddad, right? He's getting older now. He's in his late 70s. You feel me? But, bro, when he speaks of his youth, he goes, damn, bro, I did it all, right? I rode motorbikes. I had fun. What a life. When he looks back on his life, he goes, what a fucking life. Bruh, when I'm his age, I'm going to look at my life and go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Legit. Legit. I'm going to look at my life and I'm going to go, bruh. Huh? <laughs> All facts. All facts. I won't look at my life and go, damn, what a life. No, I'm going to look at my life and go, God damn it. Right? I can just see myself, bruv. Right? Chilling with a fucking lazy boy. Right? At a fucking ranch. Right? Hopefully. Hopefully. Hey. Hey. This is a message to my kids. And their kids' kids. Okay? Don't put me in a home. Okay? I worked. Listen. Listen. I worked super hard. To put myself in a great situation. Don't you, don't you fucking dare put me in a home when I'm old and frail and senile. Okay? Don't you dare put me in a listen, don't you dare put me in a home. Legit. Don't you dare put me in a fucking home. Legit. Keep me at my home. All facts. All facts. Get me a fucking nurse or something. Well, that's if I can't take care of myself. But nine times out of ten, listen, come on, I'm, I'm fucking Maubi Mau, bruh, okay? I will be able to take care of myself when I'm a fucking octogenarian or fucking nanogenarian. It is what it is. All I'm saying is, I'll be sitting there, right, on my front porch, right, on some fucking gizmoed up lazy boy, legit, built by, <laughs> built by Elon Musk's monkeys. Right? I'll be sitting on that fucking lazy boy looking back at my life going, 
What the fuck was that? Honestly, bro. We are stuck with this shit. Listen, this is our life. Okay? Motherfuckers are clocking out in India. Meanwhile, meanwhile, people are being given anti-wrinkle drugs in Poland. They're out there thinking that they're consuming the Pfizer vaccine. Meanwhile, they're receiving anti-wrinkle drugs like they're fucking Kris Jenner or some shit. It's crazy, bro. Welcome to 2021. Oh, bro, we are fucked. Oh, my God, we are so fucked. You know, we are so fucking fucked. Might as well bet on NFT horses on Z Run, right? Might as well, might as well. Bruh, did you see that fucking post by the Las Vegas Raiders? <laughs> Bruh, like, fam, yo, dude, legit, this whole thing is a fucking simulation, okay? Hey, don't panic, don't panic. Your life is not real. My life is not real. As a matter of fact, this podcast is not real. None of this shit is real. This whole thing is a fucking simulation. Legit. Bruh, the Las Vegas Raiders posted an image with the words, I can breathe. Right? They posted that image on Twitter after the Derek Chauvin verdict was given. I can breathe. I mean, bruh, what are we doing? You feel me? And listen, bro, I'm not looking at this shit, you know, from a fucking black or white standpoint, even though, you know, the Las Vegas, you know, their colors, you know, black and white. I mean, this is what it is, right? No pun intended. I'm not looking at this shit from a fucking black and white standpoint, right? I'm looking at this shit from a human standpoint. Like, bro, what the fuck are we doing? Like, as human beings, as a species, what the fuck? What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing, bruh? What? Are, like, dude, can somebody please just, just explain to me? What the fuck are we doing? Huh? And everybody was up in arms, right? People like LeBron came out and said, what the fuck? Right? And I also said, what the fuck? I can't breathe. And listen, bruh, the Las Vegas Raiders, right? They still haven't taken that fucking post down as I'm recording this shit, right? I don't know, you know, if they've taken it down now as this fucking podcast is coming out. But in real time, right now, as I'm recording this, the post is still up. Legit, bruv. Like, fam, what's handing it? What's handing it? Bruv, America is just, you know, uh, that country is wild, bruv. Like, I, you know, every single time I try to gauge the USA, but... I can't. It's hard to fucking pin them down. Those motherfuckers are wild, boy. They fucking wild. I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah? Americana, bro. That shit is crazy. And oh, on the same day, the Derek Chauvin verdict was being handed, right? The cops in Columbus, Ohio... Killed a 16-year-old girl by the name of Micaiah Bryant. Right? And I'm seeing a lot of people, right, while out on social media. I'm seeing a lot of people saying, oh, for the first time, I agree with the police. Right? And I'm like, why? Then I go, because Micaiah Bryant was wielding a knife. She wanted to stab the girl she was fighting with. Right? But, bro, if, if you were to watch the video... 
The video is wild, right? There's a guy kicking a girl's head. It's, it's a whole thing. It's just fucking wild, right? And of course, right, Micaiah Bryant is wielding a knife, right? And she wants to fucking hurt these, these two women, these two young girls, right? These young women. But, bro, if you were to study the video and you check out the police, uh, the policeman's positioning in the whole thing, and how he went about de-escalating the situation. Bro, the whole thing is just bad. I get that Micaiah Bryant was trying to harm the other girls. But those girls are still alive, right? Right? Facts. Because the reality is, nine times out of ten, a stabbing or a slashing doesn't result in death. Yeah, you might bleed out. Yeah, you might be scarred for life. But it doesn't result in death. Unless if the person who is wielding the knife targets your fucking throat or some shit. Right? Or stabs a vital organ. Right? But those fucking cases are super rare. Let's be honest. Those cases are super fucking rare. So, if I'm the cop, right? And I'm looking at this big teenager. Wielding a knife. And listen, granted, the cop doesn't know how old Micaiah Bryant is when the whole situation was happening in real time because Micaiah is a big girl. So I'm pretty sure the cop is, you know, trying to gauge her age. Maybe maybe the cop is going, oh, she's probably, you know, 25. Right? Because she's a big girl. But, bruv, that's neither here nor there. My whole thing is the cop was carrying a bright yellow taser. Right? A bright yellow taser. Like, bruh, use the fucking taser. Because instead of shooting Micaiah, right, in her back four times, you could have used the fucking taser. And bruh, these tasers are super strong. They're super powerful. They literally shock a motherfucker into rigor mortis. Legit. Use the fucking taser. So, bruv, the more I see the, these videos, right, of these cops shooting black people, the more I go, well, the, the situation, like, all these situations aren't that bad. The cop could have easily stopped this fucking person who's trying to harm another using a taser. Right? Or just simply using their fucking hands and arms. Just grabbing the fucking person and pinning them down. Right? And that's that. But bruv, these cops always go to the fucking extreme. Micaiah was fucking wielding a kitchen knife, bruv. A kitchen knife. And listen, I get where everybody's coming from. They're saying, they're saying shit like, oh, um, she was about to kill these girls. Especially the girl in the pink tracksuit. She wanted to kill that girl. So this cop did a good job. This cop saved two lives. Like, bruh, the cop didn't do a good job. The cop could have used a taser. The cop shot Micaiah Bryant in the back four times. Micaiah was literally facing the other direction. And the cop was behind her. He could have easily pulled out the fucking taser, shot her in the back with the taser, right? Like, bro, use the fucking taser gun. 
Use that. But these motherfuckers, when they deal with black people, they always go to live ammo. And I saw some people saying, oh, you motherfuckers are always, you know, talking about black lives matter. But evidently, black lives don't matter to y'all as black people because over 90% of black murders are by other black people. So it's black on black. Yeah, we know. We know there's a problem in our community. We know. Our community has a gang problem worldwide, whether you are in Africa or the USA. And I'm recording this in Africa. I'm African. I owe my being to the hills and valleys of this fucking continent. I owe my being to the burning hills and valleys of Table Mountain. <laughs> Legit. I owe my being to the University of Cape Town. Oh my God, it's burning. It's burning. Right? Listen, bruv. Listen. Listen. All I'm saying is, yeah, we have a problem. Right? We have a problem. Our community has a problem. But that doesn't give you guys a right to kill us like fucking dogs, bruv. Right? That doesn't give you guys a fucking right to kill us the way that you guys are killing us. Yeah, we are also killing ourselves. Yeah. I know. I know, right? But, bruv, two wrongs, you already know. Two wrongs, I mean. You feel me? And I'm seeing a lot of fucking prominent comedians and pundits, you know, talking shit. Right? I'm seeing a lot of people just wilding out. Oh, the cop did a good job. We should stop politicizing uh, policing. That was good policing. Killing a 16-year-old, shooting her in the back is good policing. Like, like you know, <laughs> right? Shoot, shooting a person in the back four times is good policing. Right? And the girls that people, you know, are saying that Micaiah was, quote-unquote, trying to kill are still alive, Right? Right? They're still alive, right? Hmm? Still alive. Still alive. Right? Right? And chances of them getting killed by the cops, very high, right? Very high. Mikaya Bryan didn't kill them. They're still alive. But she's dead. Right? But chances of them dying in the same manner are very high. Chances of them getting killed by a cop just as Micaiah did are very high. We live in a crazy world, bruv. We live in a crazy fucking world. Right? Some of these comedians, bruv. Like, fam, I get it. Right? I get this whole edgy comedy thing. I get it. Right? Some would say that my comedy is edgy. Right? I say wild shit on this fucking podcast every single week. I say wild shit every single week. But, bruv, I know when to fucking pipe it down. I know when to shut the fuck up. Right? I know when it's time to talk seriously about certain matters. I know. And this is one of those times. The fuck are y'all doing out there, bruv? The fuck are y'all saying? I am not saying support Black Lives Matter. 
If you don't want to support Black Lives Matter, it's all good. All I'm saying is, like, some of you motherfuckers are just saying shit for the fuck of it. And that shit is wild to me. A life has been lost. The girl was 16. I don't care if she was a threat to others or not. She was 16. Right? They could have used another like another way. They could have used a non-lethal way to fucking neutralize her. Right? They could have chosen that path, but they didn't. You feel me? They could have just used the fucking taser. Bruv, these motherfuckers don't want to use the taser. Right? So, bruv, what's the point of carrying the fucking taser if you are not going to use it? What's the point? Why do these cops have tasers if they don't use these tasers? Bruv, I've watched multiple videos, right? Of people just, just using tasers on other people. Bruv, these tasers are fucking crazy. Like, they're crazy powerful. Right? They carry, yo, crazy amounts of volts in them. But these cops don't use them. They never choose the non-lethal path when they are dealing with black people. And that is the problem. We get that Micaiah wasn't in the right in this situation. Fact. She was actively committing a crime. We all get that. But, bruv, the cops could have used a non-lethal weapon to neutralize her. But they didn't. They didn't. Right? We get that she was in the wrong. What she was trying to do was wrong. We get it. We are not running away from that point. We get it. She was in the wrong. But bruv, use the fucking taser, bruv. Use the fucking taser. Right? They could have used the taser to neutralize her, but they didn't. Instead, they took her life. Right? This fucking cop who shot her didn't give her a second chance. Everybody deserves a second chance. Especially if what they did is not that crazy. Everybody deserves that shot. Right? Everybody deserves to rehabilitate and grow. She was 16, bruv. Right? Like, she was 16. Like... I don't know, bruv. Yo, I told you guys last week, right? I told my American listeners last week that, yo, nothing is going to change over there, bruv. Right? I mean, bruv, look at this whole situation, bruv. They killed this young black girl on the same day that the fucking Derek Chauvin verdict was being given out. Right? On the same day. It's a cycle. And, bruv, it's not breaking. It's just, it's infinite. <laughs> this is why Dave Chappelle wants to move to Africa permanently, bruv. He's like, yo, I'm thinking of going to live in Ghana, bruv. I'm, I'm out of here. You know? This is why Vic Mensa is over here just piping down a local rapper. Right? Because he's like, yo, listen, I might as well go to Africa. Come back home. Honestly, bruv. That's my message to every black person in America. Come back home.
Honestly. Come back home. Because, bruh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't fucking know. You guys are going through a lot. My people are fucking languishing over there, bruv. Come back home. Come back home, bruv. You know? We just live in a crazy time, bruv. You know? We just live in a crazy motherfucking time. My people are over there just, just languishing. Just languishing. I am having a very bad day. In a different era, get over it. How you doing? It's good to see you. Look at, look at you. What? I heard you love Latinas. Is that true? I do. <laughs> Who was on crack? In real deal, and it's like, he means so much to my family, it's crazy. <laughs> it sounds nuts. Not only... Did I grow up on fucking DMX? I love DMX, but my wife was in fucking labor for 18 fucking hours and she had the doula there. I told you they're on some spiritual shit. A motherfucking Peruvian flute playing for 17 fucking hours straight. <laughs> the Peruvian flute music. I want to, you know, the what one with. What does that sound like? You, you, they came into my sixth grade class and we made a fucking flute. You, 17 hours in the, like, the Andes, the ones that, bro, she starts freaking out. I'm like, yo, listen, we have an hour left, or we're gonna have to do a C-section or whatever, and she, no fucking chance. So, turn the fucking Peruvian flute music off, and I put fucking DMX on. <laughs> Stop. Drop. That motherfucker jumped out of her. <laughs> I swear on everything, it's on camera. It's on film. As soon as the Peruvian flute mu music stopped, DMX came on, he, he fucking heard the dog, and he came out, he just jumped out. I just- It's amazing. It's just, it, it hurts my fucking heart that I was never able to tell him that. Oh, man. Like, man, that's, it's like the crazy- it's the fucking the doctor was going nuts he was <laughs> because everyone was just fucking sick of that shit. Everyone, I wanted so to jump tired, out. Of, right? I wanted to jump out of the window from the music. I was laid out on the floor, farting. <laughs> yeah, I was because I had like I had hospital <laughs> chips. Oh no, hospital oh, chips. Goodness, but you know, that's they shut down Flushing Hospital for us. Nice little area. It was beautiful. And so it just changed the vibe of the room. Man, he fucking popped right out on everything. Like, man, it's on camera. I couldn't, I can't make with that the hood, up. With the hood, with the hood. Nah, not on, it, that would have been a good one. <laughs> but he came out on the, the hit, stop, drop, shut up down, open up shop. Whoop. He had some fucking jams. Oh, he had some fucking nothing jams. But, and, nothing but heat. And what a voice. It's the man. What a voice he had. It's the dog. 
So let me ask you, is it too late? Hey yo, who's gonna take the weight? <laughs> You gave it up, right? I did, sir. They didn't cancel you. You canceled them. You're not aware of this? No, I'm, I'm asking you. You think I got canceled? Are you under the impression I, I, that I, I got canceled? You, have I hurt you, Jerry? I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. Don't this is most a, shows is this still CNN? Don't most shows go down a little? Most people do also. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I went off the air. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were Do you know who I am? <laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 what? million viewers last okay. episode. What? Don't take like it so canceled. bad. Well, that's a, a big difference between being canceled and being number one. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Jeez. B-movie opens... <laughs> Be movie Can we get a resume in here for Bean me. Movie opens so tomorrow. We'll be right back. My best world, 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 world. A cornucopia of truth. Let me get this out of the way. First, I am not supposed to be here today. I'm here now, nigga. Okay, cut the bullshit. Enough. Okay, enough with the lies. Bruh, why is everything on this fucking planet built on fucking lies? Huh? Lies are Earth's foundation at this rate. Stop lying to the kids. <laughs> Stop lying to the fucking kids. I'm pretty sure you are sitting there going, what the fuck is Maui talking about? What's going on? Why is he starting so hot? Listen, bruv, I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of the fucking lies. Okay? Let's be honest. The real king of the jungle is the elephant. Not the lion. Okay, bruv? Yeah, listen. Listen. Uh, you know, I've watched the Lion King like everybody else. I grew up on the Lion King. I fucks with Mufasa. I bangs with Simba. 
I love Timon and Pumbaa like the next guy. I fucks with Nala. But bruh, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Beyonce and all. Let's be honest, lions aren't the kings, nor are they the queens of the jungle, okay? They just aren't, right? The real ruler, the real king of the fucking jungle is the elephant. Bruh, have you ever seen elephants in the wild wildin'? Have you ever seen elephants in the wild doing what they do, Right? Doing what they do. Trunks and all. Just chilling. Their fucking noses dangling. Bruh, bruh, have you ever seen what lions do when they see elephants? Nose dangling and all. Have you ever seen them? They run away. Right? They fucking run away. Lions are fucking cowards. Okay? Lions are fucking cowards. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, right? The fucking lioness is braver than the lion. Right? Fam, yo, dude, lionesses are braver than lions. These are all fucking facts. So, bruv, how about let's stop lying to the kids? <laughs> How about that? How about let's start teaching the kids the truth? Okay, facts. How about that? Bruv, when I get a daughter one day, right? Bruh, yo, first things first. I'm gonna teach her that the fucking lion doesn't run shit in the jungle. Elephants do. Okay? And not only that, right? Elephants are technically way more smarter than lions. These are all fucking facts. So, bruv, we all need to stop lying. Right? A wombowe, a wombowe, a wombowe. Fuck Simba! Elephants are the truth, bruv. Legit. Elephants are the fucking gods of the jungle. We need to stop lying, bruv. You know, we need to stop lying. I'm here I'm now, here nigga. nigga. <laughs> and bruv, listen, talking about elephants, I would like to address the elephant in the room. Right? Bruv fam, listen, man. Okay? I don't know about you. But bruv, when I'm at a spot, right, maybe I'm chilling, maybe I'm eating, or maybe I'm buying something, Right? If I'm at a spot and then suddenly something weird starts to happen. Something weird like suddenly white people start to outnumber black people. Hey, I know that it's time to go. 
<laughs> okay? Okay? When I'm chilling at a spot, if I'm eating at a fucking restaurant, and then suddenly the number of black people start dwindling, right? And then when I look around me, I'm like, wait, I'm surrounded by a fucking legion of white people. Listen, I know that it's time for me to bounce. Legit, prof. That's just how I roll. Okay? Safety first. <laughs> I'm sorry. Safety first. Do you know how many black dudes have disappeared like that? A lot of black dudes. Right? A lot of black motherfuckers who decided to be brave. Who decided to be Nelson Mandela. In a spot full of whiteies. Right? Bruh, when I'm chilling at a spot, if I'm shopping for a jacket. Right? If I'm shopping for a jacket at a fucking store. Right? And then I take a fucking pause. Then I take a beat to look around me like, wait, huh? What's going on? Bruh, if, if I'm surrounded... By whites only? Listen, I know that it's time to get my black ass out of there because I could disappear. Legit, bruv. I could disappear. Listen, bruv. I'm a beautiful man. I'm gorgeous. Okay? I'm gorgeous. Listen, it is what it is. I'm a beautiful dude. I ain't trying to die. Right? I ain't trying to die. Bruh, I don't even have a fucking child. No gunt. And get me a gunt me. Okay, bruh? So fam, listen. Yo, dude, if I'm in a place and suddenly white people are all over the place, suddenly I'm surrounded by a fucking plethora of white people. Listen, I know that. It's time for me to go. Right? It's time for me to get my CP time ass out of here. Right? Black time is done. Right? It's time for the fucking whiteies to run wild. I gotta go. I gotta go. It's time to bounce. Right? Same as, same as, if I walk into a spot, right? And then suddenly I notice that there's a bunch of niggas. Right? Speaking Totsi Tao and rocking Uzi hoodies and Cavellas or fucking Chuck Taylors. Listen, I know that it's time for me, okay, to go. Legit, if I walk into a spot and I see a bunch of niggas chilling in a fucking corner rocking Uzi hoodies, listen, I walk out. I walk out. I walk out. Because, bruv, at any given moment, like, I'm carrying shit that is worth easily a hundred thousand rand on me. Legit. These are all fucking facts. Right? I'm walking. Dude, hey, I'm a walking, talking, fucking. Dude, I'm a walking, talking, breathing. FG. Honestly, bruv, I'm like a fucking armored truck. I'm a Brinks truck, for Christ's sake. Listen, bruv, it is what it is. Donna Chef, KFG, boy. Okay, KFG. At any given moment, at any given time, KFG. So I gotta be careful. 
I got to be careful. Right? But you're prof. Listen, I have high value valuables. Right? On my person at any given moment. So if I find myself, right, in a weird spot, and then suddenly that weird spot gets weirder, I got to go. Listen, bruv, I don't trust y'all niggas. These are all facts. I don't trust y'all niggas. Okay? I really don't. It is what it is. Right? I mean, bruv, yo, look at what's happening in Cape Town right now. Cape Town is on fire. <laughs> okay? The University of Cape Town. UCT. Was just burning last week. The whole of last week. I mean, bruh, dude, how long does it take to put a fire out? Huh? The fuck is going on over there? Motherfuckers are like, oh, uh, UCT's library is in ashes. Listen, bruv, listen. When I heard that UCT was on fire, I was like, good. I was like, good. Good. Right? Good. Fam, that university, right, is built on racism. These are all facts. The people that built that fucking university were racist as fuck. That university is, is just fucking overflowing with blood. Legit. Overflowing with blood. Right? Blood money. Built that fucking university. Right? So fam, when I saw it burning last week, I was like, good. Good. Oh, the library, all of these books. Who gives a fuck? How about Google all of that fucking information? It's available on Google. Right? Google those fucking books. Oh, but like, the originals, who gives a fuck? The shit, bruv. Right? Cape Town is out there experiencing a fucking biblical level type fire. That fire was super biblical. Legit. I was like, oh my God, like, is, is Jesus about to come back? Happy Ramadan! Bruh, yo, this Ramadan has been wild. Let's just keep it a buck. This fucking Ramadan has been fucking crazy, bruv. Legit. So good. UCT's on fire. Good. Good. Oh, the library. Good. Jesus fucking Christ. And where it is, some random guy started the fire. Yeah. Where it is, some fucking lunatic started the fire. Right? The fire didn't start because of global warming, even though global warming is a problem. How dare you? <laughs> okay? How dare you? Global warming is a problem. But global warming didn't start the fire in Cape Town. Some dude, some guy, right, started the fire. And listen, bruv, listen, I say salute to that dude. That was an act of God. Cape Town is super segregated to this fucking day. To this day! Right? To this fucking day! You feel me? Motherfuckers are still poor over there. And Cape Town is still racist to this day. 
So, bruv, I say good. Good. UCT is burning good. Legit, bruv. You know what this means, right? I'm here now. I'm fucking here. Legit. Motherfuckers are wildin', man. Oh, Cape Town is on fire, guys. Look at Table Mountain. Table Mountain is on fire. When I saw those fucking videos, when I saw those fucking images, I was like, beautiful. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Right? This is an act of God. Legit, bruv. So salute to that dude who started that fire in Cape Town, bruh. Allah sent you here to be a king. All facts. All fucking facts. And oh, Amazon is now officially coming to South Africa. And their fucking headquarters are going to be in Cape Town. You see, bruv? See what happens? Huh? Right? You see what happens? Bruh, South Africa is different. Other countries experience something called the calm before the storm. South Africa experiences the storm before the storm. <laughs> okay? Cape Town is burning. And Amazon announces its fucking plans to build a fucking HQ in South Africa. It's about to go down. And listen, bruv, I'm happy. Okay? Amazon is going to make things more convenient over here. Right? I think they're going to buy takealot.com. I think. I think. But all I know is they're going to run shit over here. Okay? They're going to run everything over here because South Africa is there for the taking. Motherfuckers have been sleeping. Amazon is going to come in and take over the retail industry. And, bruv, listen. It's going to be sad. I try to tell y'all, motherfuckers. The future is not in stores. The future is not in brick and mortar. The future is online. The internet is the future. Right? And as time goes on, the future belongs to the fucking blockchain. So if you are not, if you are not building for the future, if you are not building for the blockchain, if you are not building for the internet, bruh, listen, listen, Ramadan Karim. Okay? Because you are going to starve. Legit, bruv. You are going to starve. All facts. Hey, bruh. 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 Listen. If you are not building for the future, Ramadan Mubarak, you are going to starve. Facts. You Mahatma Gandhi ass niggas. You motherfuckers going to starve. Legit, hunger striking out there, involuntarily so. You motherfuckers gonna starve. Start building for the future today. Bruh, did y'all see what Apple did last week? Bruh, listen, listen. Everything that Apple announced last week is just all fire. Everything is all fire. Everything is just all heat. Legit, bruv. Right? The new iMac is fire. AirTags, fire. Right? The new iPad, fire. Buckle the fuck up, bruv. Did y'all see what Apple also announced? Right? They are giving podcasters the option to start offering subscriptions. Y'all saw that shit? Game changer. A.K.A. 
the future. Okay? So, bruv, hey, if you are in Cape Town right now, listen, bruv, yo, might as well, you know, start working on a new name for Cape Town today. Might as well rename Cape Town. Because when Amazon lands in Cape Town, Cape Town is not going to be Cape Town anymore. Cape Town is going to be Amazonia. Bezos land. They are going to take over Cape Town. Okay? They are going to run Cape Town. You see how AKA was out here claiming to run Josie? Listen, bruv. Listen. Listen. They are going to take over Cape Town. Okay? The Cape of Good Hope. Okay? They're going to take over Cape Town, okay? Cape Town is going to be called the Amazon of Good Hope. So buckle the fuck up. Legit, bro. Buckle the fuck up. You motherfuckers think Cape Town is on fire today? Hey, when Amazon lands, ha, listen, bro. The whole city is going to be in ashes. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. Right? Elephant husks, Elon Musk. In God we trust. Allah sent me here to be a king. And I'm here now. I'm fucking here. You motherfuckers ain't ready for what's coming, bruv. You motherfuckers think shit is sweet. You are Lexi Navalny ass niggas. You motherfuckers gonna starve. You motherfuckers gonna starve. Pray for my nigga Alexei Navalny one time. Right? He was out there on a hunger strike. Right? And word is he was super weak. Right? He wasn't eating. And then they shipped him out to a fucking hospital. Pray for my nigga Alexei Navalny. He's on a hunger strike. And I love that shit. I love it. Right? Fight the power, Alexei. Fight the power. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. And listen, I hope Russia is ready. I hope you motherfuckers are ready over there. Because, yo, if Alexei Navalny dies, Russia is gonna burn. You hear me, bruv? You hear me? Hey, fam, Russia is going to burn. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Russia is going to be on fire if Alexei Navalny dies from this hunger strike that he's on. Legit, bruv. Legit. Buckle the fuck up, bruv. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Ain't nobody safe. Right? Ain't nobody safe. You feel me? <laughs> right? You niggas think shit is sweet, man. Legit. You niggas think shit is sweet. And, bruv, life is not sweet. Right? Life is not sweet. You feel me? And y'all saw that um, Oracle has officially cut Eskom off. Y'all saw that shit? Huh? Oracle has officially cut off Eskom. 
They're like, hey, listen, bro, you owe us money. So, hey, we are going to stop helping you guys out. Right? And Oracle, where it is, they do some important shit for ESCOM. Right? They handle essential technical services. Whatever the fuck that means. Right? So now they've cut ESCOM off because of that um, payment dispute they had. Right? Or that payment dispute they've been having. Right? Because it's still an ongoing thing. Right? However, ESCOM came out and said, uh, oh, we don't need Oracle that much, really. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, they cut us off, but uh, the impact on us is, uh, is minimal. Right? Everything is fine. That's what ESCOM said to us. Right? That was their fucking statement. They came out and said, hey, listen, hey. We don't need Oracle. Fuck Oracle. Right? So I guess uh, that's that. Right? That's that. But ESCOM is still bleeding. ESCOM is still fucking bleeding. And motherfuckers are still playing the power grid like it's a video game. Right? However, they're no longer playing it like Tetris. They're not playing it like fucking Super Smash. Right? <laughs> they're playing the grid like Super Smash Brothers. Right? Motherfuckers be out there swinging the fucking grid sword like Cloud. You know, life is fucking crazy, bruv. So buckle the fuck up. That's what I'm saying. Right? They're out here playing the grid like Bayonetta. Right? They're out here playing the fucking grid like Donkey Kong. <laughs> buckle the fuck up, bruv. Fam, yo, what would happen to Escom if Amazon pulled up and said, hey, we would like to be a power producer over here? What would happen to Escom? Hmm? Because I think people underestimate just how powerful Amazon is, right? Motherfuckers in some city, I forgot which city exactly, in America, right? They were out there planning to fucking unionize. And then they just voted not to unionize against Amazon. That's how powerful Amazon is. Amazon is fucking powerful. Motherfuckers be out there going, oh, we got rights. And then they realize that they don't. Right? Motherfuckers be out there backing away from their fucking morals and values and their beliefs. They're like, I believe I should earn more. Sort of, kind of, nah, not really, it's fine. <laughs> Legit. Right? That's just how this fucking capitalist cookie crumbles. That's how it goes. Money runs everything. Right? Money just changed everything, bruv. I wonder how life without it would go. Amazon is here. And it's gonna land in Cape Town. Right? Fire and all. You feel me? Motherfuckers turned Cape Town into the fire fest. <laughs> right? Cape Town was a fucking fire festival last week. Crazy, bro. Oh, the books. The books. The books are on fire. Who gives a fuck? Right? Most of those books are racist anyway. Who gives a fuck? My fucking... Like, oh, the books are burning. Who gives a fuck about Dr. Seuss? It's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> right? Who gives a fuck? You feel me? Keep your fucking books. Burn them books. Who gives a fucking fuck? The library, oh my god. 
right? And I saw some black kids crying over the fucking library, you know? Like, yeah, you know, like, uh, the library was so important to us, so now, like, you know, like, our, our, our year has been ruined, and so, like, I asked myself, when am I going to get my degree? When am I going to finish? I wanted to study any books, and then, uh, just fucking use Google, Okay? These fucking kids, bro. Like, yo, dude, these kids, like Generation Z, like, bro, like, why are y'all like this? Like, I really don't get it. Right? Just a bunch of fucking crybabies. All oh, the books are being out. My mom paid. My dad is always out. I don't know what I got in here. The books in the library is burning on fire. I need to study. Hey, 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 wake the fuck up. Okay? Because life is gonna get crazy and life doesn't give a flying fuck about your feelings. People got their own problems. Oh, the bugs in the fire. What the heck? Hey, 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 buddy, 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 buddy. How about, how about you want information? Huh? Huh? Is that what you want? Huh? Google it. How about that? Or, or just go to another library. Just go to another library. Right? Just go to another library. <laughs> I just go to hey, hey, just go to another library. Okay? Hey, listen, listen. I don't wanna scream anymore. I don't wanna fucking shout. Listen, just go to another library. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking goal. Legit. Hey! Hey, Scott, Scott, no, 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 I sound like a fucking zombie on The Last of Us. You know, the infected or whatever the fuck they called. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, do better. Stop complaining. Stop crying. Okay? Stop crying. Right? I mean, bruv, be like Kanye West. Kanye West just divorced Kim Kardashian, and he's cool with it. Right? As a matter of fact, the only thing that is annoying him is the fact that everybody thinks that Kim Kardashian divorced him. Right? And Kanye is like, nah, 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 nah. Nah. It ain't like that. Okay? It ain't like that. I actually wanted to divorce her for the longest. Right? Bro, do y'all remember when... Kanye was tweeting some wild shit like a few months back. And he came out and said, listen, I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Waldorf for prison reform. Remember that? He also went on to say, Meek is my man and was respectful. That's my dog. Kim was out of line. I mean, bruv, just listen to that shit. Kanye West was cool. With Meek Mill piping down his hoe of a wife. He was cool with that. He was like, hey, listen, I get it, bruh. Right, I get it. I'm just going to charge that shit to the gang. Right? He was like, hey, listen, you know, Meek and, 
and Kim hooked up at the fucking wild off and evidently things happened over there. I'm cool with that. It's all good. Meek is my dog. But Kim was out of line. But it's all good, bro. He was cool with that shit. Why? Because he knows that Kim Kardashian belongs to the fucking game. That's why. She belongs to the game, bro. She belongs to the fucking game. Right? And it is what it is. It is what it is. You know? It is what it is. Remember when Kanye called Chris Jenner, Chris Jong-un? Remember that shit? He was done by then. When he tweeted all that shit, he was done. So, brave. Kim Kardashian didn't divorce Kanye West. As a matter of fact, Kanye West has been wanting to divorce Kim Kardashian. Legit. Right? Where it is. Where it is. Um, Kanye wanted Kim to make the divorce announcement to the world. Right? So that she can have, you know, some dignity out of this whole thing. Right? So it is what it is. Right? All I know is... All I know is fucking Azalea Banks has got grand plans for Kanye West, right? She's got big plans. Legit, bruv. Azalea Banks sees a future, right, with Kanye West. And it's a beautiful thing, bruv. Hashtag black love, right? It's a beautiful thing. You feel me? Right? She posted on Instagram and she said the following, and that quote, Right? I quote. It's me, guys. Well, well, she posted a fucking headline. Right? And the headline states, Kanye West would reportedly like to date an artist following divorce from Kim Kardashian. And then Azalea Banks was basically answering that fucking headline. And she said, and I quote, It's me, guys. The powerful black demon entity awaiting in my ovaries and Kanye's testicles is finally about to be unleashed upon the world. <sighs> whoa, 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 whoa. Bruh, Azalea Banks shouldn't be talking like this. That's some spooky ass shit. Legit, bruh, that's some scary ass shit. Right? The powerful black demon entity awaiting in her ovaries and Kanye's testicles is finally about to be unleashed upon the world? Bruh, that's some scary ass shit. Spooky ass shit. Azalea shouldn't be talking like that because we all know that, right? We all know that she believes in voodoo type shit, right? Waloya, we all know that she believes in, you know... Maputo dark energy type shit. She believes in Limpopo flying on a slice of bread type shit. Bruh, a few months ago, Azalea Banks was out there air frying her cat. She fucking exhumed her cat. She dug her cat out of its grave and cooked it. Y'all remember that? So, bruv, when she's out there talking about demon entities in her fucking ovaries, bruh, 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 I'm scared. I'm scared. Illuminati, I'm scared, bruh. I'm scared. I'm fucking scared, bruh. I'm fucking scared. Spooked up. 
Right? We already got stories about these fucking celebrities that they eat babies, they eat people. Like, bruh. And then this chick is out here talking about demons and her fucking ovaries. Just fucking chilling, playing freeze tag. What are we doing? What are we? I'm scared. I'm scared. Of course I'm scared. Legit, bruv. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? I'm scared. I'm fucking scared. Right? And then she went on to say, and I quote, I quote, all of you niggas are going to jail. Bruh. Fam, is she talking? Yo, dude, whoa, I, I, I'm offended. I'm offended. Okay, like, bro, do you know how many black men are in prison for fucking selling weed in 1986? I'm offended. What? All of us? Yo, what? All of us are going to jail? Is that it? Why? Why? Because of your fucking demon, baby? I'm offended. Don't tell us that shit. Tell Kim Porter. That shit. Right? Pull up and say, hey, all of you racist white cops in Minneapolis are going to jail. Legit, bro. Legit, bro. All of you niggas are are going to jail. Hey, bro. Hey, do you know who's going to prison? Derek Chauvin. Not more. Not more. Legit, bruv. Not Quando Rondo. <laughs> Legit. Okay? Derek Chauvin. He's going to fucking languish. In, in fucking prison. Legit, he's going to waste away. In prison. Legit, bruv. Man, yo, yo, yo. Damn, like... This fucking Derek Chauvin trial, man. Like, yo, dude, talk about draining. Talk about draining. You know? After deliberating for about 10 hours over two days, following an emotional trial that lasted three weeks, bruv, the jury found Mr. Derek Chauvin. Mr. Ugh. Blah. This piece of shit, Derek Chauvin, who is white, by the way, who's fucking white, right? They found him guilty of second degree murder, beautiful, third degree murder, beautiful, and manslaughter for the killing of Mr. Floyd, Mr. George Floyd, a black man. On a street corner last year on Memorial Day. This fucking guy, this fucking guy, this fucking, this fucking dude, Derek Chauvin, this fucking piece of shit. Right? Where it is, he faces up to 40 years in prison, right? When he's sentenced in the coming weeks. But where it is, um, it's unlikely that he'll receive, you know, that entire 40. Where it is, he's likely to receive far less time. Maybe 20, maybe 25, maybe 30, maybe 35. It don't matter. It don't matter. You see, bruv, you see, bruv. I don't want to say justice 
has been served, right? Because this is not really justice. This fucking guy should just die in prison, right? This is not justice, but it's a first step. I believe that it's a first step. And I'm pretty sure that many Americans feel the same way too. Right? This is a first step. A great first step. Right? And it sends a clear message to all of these wild trigger-happy cops that, hey, bruv, hey, if you kill an unarmed person, regardless of whether they're black or white, you see, let's take race out of it. Even though we all know that race is a big part of it. Because these motherfuckers are targeting black people. Right? As a black man, I'm like, yeah, let's take race out of it. Let's be fair. Let's be fair a little bit. Right? If you shoot an unarmed person and you take away a life, regardless of whether that life is black or white, even though it's happening to, to black people more, regardless of whether it's black or white, Right? This sends a message that, hey, it's not going to end well for you. Right? Gone are the days of fucking cops getting away with shit. This is the first step. Right? Black lives matter, bruv. Black lives matter. You feel me? Black lives matter. So, bruv, hey. Um, salute to uh, my black brothers and sisters in the USA. You know? This is crazy, man. They found Derek Chauvin, a former Minneapolis police officer, um, guilty on all three charges. Right? Yeah. This is crazy, man. You feel me? And, um, of course, rest in eternity. To George Floyd. Mr. George Floyd. Damn, man. You know? Life is just fucking wild, man. In all honesty, man. You know? Life is just crazy. Bruh, like... Do y'all realize that... NASA... Just flew a fucking miniature helicopter... On the surface of Mars... But racism is still a thing. Think about that. A helicopter flew on Mars. <laughs> but racism is still a thing. Like, bruh. You know, when I saw the, the crew that's responsible for this historic flight. Um, I saw... A black woman in the mix. A young black woman at that. Right? She works for NASA. The whole team are celebrating. Different ethnicities. Right? Different backgrounds. But it was beautiful to see them just celebrate together as a family. Because they've just accomplished something big. Something historical, truly historical. A true moment, right? In human history. And I saw a black woman there. It was beautiful. She was so happy. 
That shit was beautiful. You can just imagine that back in the days when she was still growing up, like she dreamt of shit like this. Right? And not only her, everybody else in that room dreamt of shit like this. They all shared the same the same dream, the same goal of doing fly shit like this, no pun intended. Right? And then you start to look at the, the, the concept of, of racism. And what you realize is that racism takes away moments like that. It has. Racism has taken away these dope moments because white people and black people are segregated for so long. Racism has robbed the world of a lot of potentially amazing moments. Right? Think about it. Bruv, the black community has a lot of intelligent people. A lot of talented people. I mean, bruv, we ain't even got to say it. You motherfuckers know it. Right? But because we have to fucking jump through a million hoops, most of our talents, most of our intelligence never gets to fucking shine through. Right? It fails to fucking cut through. It fails to fucking come across. Why? Because of racism. Racism almost robbed us of that fucking dope-ass moment at NASA. I saw a black woman celebrating with everybody else. And that shit was beautiful. And evidently, she played a big role in ensuring that that shit flies when it lands in Mars. But bruv, imagine if if that if she wasn't there imagine if because of racism she couldn't contribute to this amazing moment in human history imagine that what would have happened who is she today things got to change bro things got to change whether we like it or not things have to fucking change and i believe that this fucking derek chauvin trial is the first step, right? Not only in America, but worldwide. Because lest we forget that George Floyd's death, like, it created the largest civil rights protest in decades, right? It's one of the biggest, like, bruv, his death sparked up a lot of fucking Debates, a lot of change, a lot of... Like, bruv, it brought a lot of shit, right? That was swept under the rug to the fucking surface. You feel me? So, bruv, I believe that this trial is one of the first big steps that humanity as a whole has taken, right? In the direction of change. And it's a beautiful thing. The only sad thing is the fact that we lost a life. We lost a brother. Right? But bruv, I'm just happy that he didn't die in vain.
he didn't die in vain. Black lives matter, bruv. Black lives matter. Legit. Black lives matter. Rest in eternity to Mr. George Floyd. We love you, brother. Don't ever go with the flow. Be the flow. And I don't need no middleman to talk to my niggas. I understand if you don't understand, I figure I'm Jigger. That's where we differ. I take what's mine, you accept what they give you, I get you. I don't take no checks, I take my respect. Pharrell even told me go with the safest bet. Jimmy Iovine off of the safety net. Google dangle around a crazy check. I feel like YouTube is the biggest culprit. The niggas pay you a tip for what you're supposed to get. You know niggas die for equal pay, right? You know when I work, I ain't your slave, right? You know I ain't shucking and jiving and high-fiving. You know this ain't back in the days, right? Well, I can't tell how the way they killed Freddie Gray, right? Shot down Mike Brown, how they did Trey, right? Let them continue choking, niggas. We gonna turn style. I ain't your token, nigga. You know I came in this game independent, right? Title, my own label, same difference. Oh, niggas are skeptical when it's their own shit. You bought nine iPhones and Steve Jobs is rich. Phil Knight's worth trillions, you still bought those kicks. Spotify's nine billion, they ain't say shit. Lucy, you got some explaining to do. The only one they hating on look the same as you. That's cool, I know they trying to bamboozle you. Spending millions on me, they trying to confuse you. I had to talk to myself, hope you used to. It's politics as usual. hope of the universe. I am the answer to all living things that cry out for peace. Man, this shit sounds soft as hell. What the fuck? I look like reading some bitch ass shit. I got a Dragon Ball chain, nigga. What the fuck? So much time is embezzled in that bitch. It's worth more than your whole shit with your ugly ass. What? I am the protector of the innocent, right? But at the same time, I'm a slayer of the booty. I get hoes, nigga, what the fuck? You get hoes? Did I stutter a whole ass, nigga? I am the light in the darkness, cause my chain be glistening. Get a good look, bitch, spare me. Niggas think I'm fighting to save the day. But really, nigga, I just like to fight. What? I don't care about none of that shit. Please. Just let me go. A lot of good. Nightmare to them ops, ho. Froku has had enough of Lord Frieza's antics. 
will this be the end for Lord Frieza? Damn right, narrator. Next episode, this nigga is dead. Tune in next time. Oh, my mama. Tune in next time. Kamehameha, nigga. Tune in next time. Kamehameha. Forget it. Kamehameha. Nigga! Languishing. Lacking of vigor or spirit. L-A-N-G-U-I-S-H-I-N-G Languishing Yo, like, people post everything. And bruv, I really don't get it. Like... Why is it that every single person on this here planet has got this fucking urge to document everything that happens in their lives? Like, I really don't get it. I really don't fucking get it. And then, and then, they only want people to say positive things about the things they post. Right? No questions, no negativity, no criticism, none of that. They only want people to say positive things about the bullshit they post. I don't get it. Legit, bruv. For example, right, some girl got on Twitter, like, she went semi-viral because she was getting robbed or some shit, or people attempted to rob her, right? Like, she posted pictures of her car, like, her car was all shot up, the car has fucking multiple bullet holes and shit. And then she says, I'm heartbroken, I loved my car. But I'm grateful to God for sparing my life. Thank you for your prayers. Please, no calls, no asking what happened. I see your messages. I'll get to them in time. Huh? No calls? No asking what happened? Bitch, you just posted images of your car with bullet holes in it. People got questions. <laughs> okay. Like, motherfuckers got questions. That's just how it works. If you post something wild on social media, motherfuckers gonna ask, bruh, the fuck is going on? I don't get it. I really don't fucking get it. But, 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 you know, she's grateful that she's still alive, right? She's grateful. She's like, hey, listen, thank you. Thank you, Allah. I'm still here, right? And you guys, you know, the same people that I don't want asking me any questions. You guys, man, thank you for your praise. Like, bruh, you know, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get it. Maybe she doesn't want to be, you know, uh, um, she doesn't want to relive that moment. You feel me? Maybe she's like, hey, listen, I, I, I just want to forget about this. Okay? I just want to forget about this shit. I ain't trying to, like, relive the trauma. I get it. I fucking get it. But how about... If you don't want people to ask you what happened, how about don't post about it? How about that? How about don't post it on social media? How about don't post images of your car with fucking bullet holes in it? How about that? 
if you don't want people to call you, right? If you don't want people to text you, how about don't post crazy shit? And listen, bruv, listen, listen. Uh, you know, it's like, I get it. You almost lost your life, right? It's a fucking traumatic experience. You ain't trying to relive the whole thing. I get it. But bruh, how about if you want to be a private person? How about actually live it? Don't just say that shit. Live that shit. Be about it. Don't just talk about it. Legit. If you want to be a private person, actually be private. Don't talk about being private. Be private. Oh, guys, I'm a private person. Don't ask me about what happened. But here are pictures, videos, and all this shit about my car. Like, oh, yeah, here are pictures of my car with bullet holes in it. Like, brah, hey, relax. We're just living a crazy time, bruv. What's happening out here, bruv? Harry Styles is out there walking around with handbags and shit. Like, bruh, hey, it is what it is, right? Salute to the LGBTQI community. It is what it is. Right? We just live in a wild time. That's all I'm saying. Right? All I'm saying is we live in a crazy fucking time. Right? Motherfuckers are out there talking about this fucking Shanghai light show. Did y'all see that shit? Where it is, a couple of days ago, right in Shanghai, a scannable QR code was projected in the sky by drones. And when scanned, it allowed people to download a video game. Motherfuckers were like, oh, this is the future of advertising. Bro, when I saw that shit, I was like, listen, that shit is dystopian as fuck. That shit is scary as fuck. Why is it scary? Because, bro, yo, just imagine. Right, just imagine just fucking walking in your city. Right, just chilling, taking it easy. And then, drones start buzzing. Drones start filling the sky. The night sky. Right? Drones start fucking lighting up your sky. And these drones are trying to sell you shit. Bruh, yo, fam, that is dystopian because I don't want to look up. Right? At the fucking heavens. And then get reminded of my fucking branding overlords. Okay? I ain't trying to look up to the fucking sky. The stars. The moon. And then get reminded that, oh shit, we live in a capitalist society. All facts. It's dystopian. Like, bruh, I don't want capitalism to follow me everywhere I go. Legit. It's crazy out here, bruv. It's fucking insane. Right? It's fucking crazy. Motherfuckers like, bruh, capitalism, you know? Like, fam, the concept of capitalism is just, it's cancerous. It's fucking cancerous. I mean, bruv, look at Japan. Right? Last week, they declared a new virus emergency. Three months before the Tokyo Olympics. Bruv. They came out and said, listen, bruv, COVID is out here. COVID is out here. This is a state of emergency. COVID is here and it's here to fucking stay. Right? Like, bruv, hey, fam, what's happening? How about just cancel the Olympics? Just scrap them. Just scrap the Olympics. Legit, bruv. 
But nah, but because motherfuckers are trying to sell the world more Pokemon, right? The Olympics are still gonna happen. These motherfuckers are still gonna go through with the Tokyo Olympics, even though, even though Japanese people are out there coughing up a storm, right? Motherfuckers wanna sell the world more artisanal coffee, darling. You feel me? Oh yeah, oh, those motherfuckers over the Japanese people, bruv, yo, they're fucking artisans. They're masters at their craft, right? Motherfuckers wanna sell the world more Takashi Murakami hoodies and paintings. How about relax, take it easy, scrap the fucking Olympics. People are dying. Scrap the Olympics and address the fucking coughs. How about that? Address the coughs. Address the fucking coughs. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy, bruv. We live in a ludicrous world, bruv. Legit. I don't get it. Listen, I don't fucking get it. Okay? But you know who gets it? Vietnam. Bruv, Vietnam, a country of 97 million people, has only just seen 35 coronavirus deaths since the fucking pandemic began. Let that shit sink in. Okay? Let that shit sink in, bruv. Because, bruv, yo, when the pandemic started, they got straight. They're like, nah, bruv, nah, 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 nah. We are canceling all travel. Okay? We are restricting all travel. Fuck that. On day one of the pandemic, when they saw that motherfuckers in China are out there struggling to breathe, they were like, oh, ho, 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 shut down the country. Shut it down. Right? And on top of that, Vietnam has never recorded more than 110 COVID-19 cases per day. Think about that. A country of 97 million people. South Africa has 60 million people. Right? And everybody coughing. <laughs> okay? Everybody coughing. Everybody coughing. Think about that. We have millions and millions of fucking COVID-19 cases. A country of 60 million people. Vietnam has 97 million assholes. And those motherfuckers are out there just living la vida loca. Ain't nobody coughing over there. <coughs> you talk about the characteristics of languishing and flourishing. Can you describe those concepts and your recommendations for helping people to flourish in their lives? People who language <clears throat> basically have no identifiable psychiatric conditions, but they're not very happy in their life. They're somewhat lost, mm -hmm. and they don't have a strong sense of meaning. On the other hand, people who are flourishing keep before them uh, the single-minded question of what constitutes the good life and how can I live in a way that manifests all that is capable within me and how can I live a life that brings out the greatest social good. People who live by those questions, manifest all the positive qualities that are possible. Mm -hmm.
giving and altruism and wisdom. Please, just take me now. Okay? Listen, bruv, I've lived. Honestly, bruv, I have lived. I've, I believe that I've officially seen it all. Okay? I have officially seen it all. I've seen everything there is to see. I'm done. Take me out. And listen, bruv, I'm not suicidal or anything. No, I love my life. I love living. Okay? I'm surrounded by love. And it's a beautiful thing, bruv. What I'm trying to say is, bruv, like, I have seen everything there is to see on this fucking planet. So might as well. Okay? God. Like, fam, God should just take me right now. Honestly, bruv. And listen, I don't give a fuck where he takes me. Heaven or hell. It is what it is. Like, bruv, I have officially seen it Oh, bruv, I just watched a video, a minute-long video of the rapper Blueface's living situation, <laughs> right? His fucking living arrangement. Bruv, Blueface leads an interesting life, to say the least. Bruh, Blueface is surrounded by, by women. Blueface has a bunch of girlfriends. He collects girlfriends like they are Pokemon cards. Okay? Blueface has a bunch of girlfriends. And bruv, he's got these girls sleeping on bunk beds. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Blueface has a bunch of girls sleeping on bunk beds. Bruh, if you were to see that video... You'd be like, yo, brah, like, is Blueface a fucking Nazi? Like, dude, is he a Nazi soldier, bruv? Is he a fucking Nazi general? Is he Hitler reincarnated? Bruh, Blueface legit runs a fucking concentration camp. He runs a fucking boot camp. He runs a fucking prison. He's got these bitches sleeping on bunk beds, okay? Tagging their affection for Blueface on the fucking wall. Right? One girl has got the following tagged on the fucking wall. I heart blue. Right? Written in blue ink. Bruh, fam. Yo, dude. That video is fucking disturbing. Bruh, dude. Why does Blueface have so many girlfriends? Is he a fucking Mormon? Like, bruh, does he live in Utah? What's happening in America, bruv? And fam, why is this shit on social media? Why is this shit documented? Because, bruv, it doesn't look legal. Legit. Blueface, evidently, he's a fucking polygamist. Right? Blueface is basically Jacob Zuma. Blueface is basically King Muswati. Fam, yo, dude... I, I have officially seen it all. I'm done.
I'm done. Jesus, take the fucking wheel. I'm fucking done, bruv. I'm done. Like, bruh, yo, fam, I give up. Okay? I give up and oh, oh. Just when you thought that, you know, the situation is not going to get crazier. Well, it does. It does get crazier. Why? Because Blueface was out there taking, you know, videos of these bitches. Because on that particular day, when these videos were fucking recorded, Blueface was taking these bitches to his fucking tattoo artist to tag them. Yeah. Yeah, Blueface got his fucking collection of girlfriends tattooed, right? He tagged them with his fucking logo. Like, bro, he's out there tagging these bitches like they're cattle. Think about it. He's out there tagging these bitches like they are cows. Bro, what the fuck is going on? Bruh, fam, fam, he's out there tagging these bitches like they are livestock. It's crazy, bruv. It's fucking crazy. All he needed was a fucking branding iron. Right? That's all he needed. But he got something close to that. Right? He got his fucking tattoo artist to tattoo his logo on these bitches. Bruh. I have officially seen it all. Like, bruh, fam, who are these girls' parents? Like, bruh, where are these bitches from? Like, fam, I don't give a fuck how great the sex is. I don't give a fuck about how great the lifestyle is. Like, bruh, fam, how does one allow themselves, right? To be fucking ruled by another or controlled by another. Bruh, we all got free will. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I can't help 30 years of my will. Robert. 30 years of my will. Y'all trying to kill me. You killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. And, bruv, it baffles me just how quickly some people are willing to just give up their fucking rights. It's crazy to me, bruv. Because Blueface evidently uh, runs a fucking cult. He has a cult. Legit, bruh. He was just going into like room after room after room. And every single room that he entered was just fucking filled to the brim with women. Right? And some of those rooms are fucking dirty. Legit, bruh. Them bitches. Yo, dude, some of them bitches look like junkies. All facts. Like, fam, yo, is Blueface a fucking pimp? What's happening? What the fuck is going on? And, bruv, yo, we all know how this shit is gonna end, right? Right? In 10 years, these bitches, you know, go have a fucking documentary. Legit. 
Blueface's life is going to be a six-part HBO or Netflix documentary. It's going to be a fucking docuseries. Legit. Blueface is currently living his fucking docuseries. Honestly. Because, yo, some of those bitches are going to come out. Right? They're going to come out saying, hey, he abused us. He controlled us. He was horrible. He treated us like fucking prisoners. We all know how this shit is going to end. Hashtag surviving Blueface. That's where it's going. Right? That's where it's going, bro. He's going to be chilling with fucking Gail King. Talking about, I'm out here fighting for my life. On some R. Kelly type shit. Legit. Bruh, fam, yo, dude, yo, check on your strong friends, <laughs> okay? Bruh, we live in a crazy time. I have officially seen it all. I've seen it all. Bruh, nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing. I've seen it all, bruh. Nothing surprises me, right? I mean, bruh, over the weekend... Manchester City beat Tottenham, right? And they won the fucking Carabao Cup. Bruh, there's nothing surprising there, right? Listen, bruv, as an Arsenal fan, I love it when Tottenham loses. But bruh, let's just be honest with ourselves. There's nothing surprising there, right? Manchester City did what they had to do. They won, right? They fucking won. And listen, bruv, it's a beautiful thing. Right? It's a beautiful thing. Tottenham's pain is my pleasure. Right? As an Arsenal fan, North London fam, I love it when Tottenham loses. It is what it is. But I digress. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this I can't help 30 years Robert. Are you trying to kill me? You killing me, man? This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. Nothing surprises me anymore, bro. Legit, it is what it is. I'm fucking done. I'm officially numb to everything. Like, I'm, I'm just, listen, bruv, I'm out of it. Okay? I'm fucking out of it. I'm numb to everything around me. Nothing surprises me anymore. We live in a crazy time. Legit, bruv. Legit, bruh. We live in the psychosis era. All facts. We live in a crazy world. You feel me? Motherfuckers are heavily drugged up. And some motherfuckers are heavily therapized. Right? Like, bruh. Like, dude. I read somewhere that one of the, the Jonas kids. Right? The young one. I forgot his name. Word is, he is heavily therapized. What the fuck does that mean? Like, bruh. How many issues does he have? How many mental issues does he have? And listen, bruv, I get it. 
right? He's big brothers. We're out there moving like bigs, brother. You feel me? They're out there living la vida loca. Right? Blowing money fast. Right? You feel me? And he has to fucking live up to all of that. And evidently, he doesn't have the fucking talent. You feel me? And that shit just, just, just played tricks on him. I get it. Maybe he was depressed. Right? Maybe, maybe he has a bunch of mental issues. I get it. We live in a crazy time. But, bro, why is he heavily therapized? What does that mean? How much therapy does one person need? I know some of you are out there going, oh, you can never get enough, Maui. You can never get enough therapy. It's crazy how motherfuckers are out there trying to give up drugs only to get addicted to something else. Like, bro, when I read that term, like, heavily, like, what? Heavily therapized? When I read those words, like, you know, those words together, you know? You feel me? Like, like they're off. Right? Heavily therapized. It's right up there with being heavily drugged up. It's crazy, bruv. Some people are overdosing on drugs and some people are overdosing on therapy. Listen, listen. We, we live in the psychosis era. We live in the craziest time ever. Like, bruh, yo, dude. You know, I thought that 2020 was going to be, or it was the worst year of all time. But evidently, 2021 is just carrying on tradition. Right? 2021 is just carrying on tradition. I don't know what the fuck is going on out here. However, however, I'm not surprised. (laughs) Like, I am not surprised. What the fuck is going on out here? Yo, Blueface. (laughs) Blueface is wildin'. His entire life is offbeat. His entire life is offbeat. Like, brah, what the fuck is going on? Right? What the fuck is going on? I really don't know what's going on, but I am not surprised. I am not surprised. Bruv, yo, do yourself a favor. Okay? And and just go to YouTube or fucking Twitter or and search for Blueface. Just search Blueface. And I'm pretty sure you'll see the fucking video, bruv. It's crazy out here, bruv. Like, do we live in a crazy fucking time? Shit is scary. Right? You know how Drake likes saying, oh, scary hours, right? Before he drops new music. Like, bruh, dude, hey, listen. Yo, scary hours? Nah. Like, scary times. Scary weeks. Scary days. Scary years. Scary months. Scary people. It's crazy out here, bruv. Fam, yo, Blueface's girlfriends are just, are just languishing. They're just fucking, dude, they're just fucking languishing. What a time to be alive. Languishing. We're getting tattoos today. Everybody. Ready to get tatted? Where you gonna get your shit here at? Ooh. 
Huh? You getting your tattoo today? Tattoo or go home? Which one is it? Ready for your tattoo? On the hand? Yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be it right there. That should be hard. That kind of look like my hand. See? Cause you my twin. Ah, twin. Ready to get tattooed, guy? Congratulations, you played yourself. We're here in Baltimore Blizzard with our weatherman, Ollie Williams. How's the weather, Ollie? It's fucking cold! Pitch it back, Ollie. Fuck it, we'll do it live! <laughs> How dare you! It's getting cold in Johannesburg. Well, at least I think so. Right, because some days are super hot and some days are super cold. You feel me? It's global warming, people. Listen, bruv. Listen, I hate who I'm becoming in this crazy-ass world. Okay? I'm becoming Greta Thunberg. You know, some people call her Greta Thunberg. Right? I'm becoming Greta Thunberg. Legit, bruv. How dare you? How dare you? These old men that have taken my future. How dare you? Legit, bruv. Global warming is out here wrecking havoc on this here planet. Bruv, a story came out last week that human beings have destroyed 97% of Earth's ecosystem. Let that shit sink in, bruv. 97%. But, bruv, yo, what's the leading story on TV? What's the leading story on TV? Huh? Huh? Bruv, the leading story on TV is a fucking European Super League that won't even happen. Motherfuckers are talking about soccer. Oh, there are 12 teams! These 12 teams want to break away from the Champions League! That's the leading story on TV. Bruv, Humanity has destroyed 97% of Earth's ecosystem. Why ain't that the leading story? Huh, bruv, think about it. I want you to really think about it. 97% of Earth's ecosystem is no longer ecologically intact. Think about it. Right? This means that the remaining 3% of land are the only areas that have undisturbed habitats and healthy populations for any original species to grow and inhabit. Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me, man. I can't take it no more. Hey, bruv, listen. What I'm trying to say is we are fucked. Okay? We are fucked. And oh, oh, only 11% of the ecologically intact lands are protected by countries' conservation laws. Only 11%! <laughs> Bruh, listen, our kids are fucked. 
Okay? And their kids are fucked. And their kids' kids are fucked. Listen, bruv. Listen. Listen. Humanity is basically COVID. Okay? We are COVID to the earth. We are COVID to the fucking solar system. We are COVID to the fucking universe. Legit. Legit, bruv. Humanity is fucking malignant. All facts. Legit. Hey, listen, bruv. These are all facts. Okay? Everything we touch turns to fucking copper. <laughs> Legit. Everything we touch just fucking dies. These are all fucking facts, bruv. 97% of Earth's ecosystem has been destroyed by us. Okay? But the leading story on TV is the Super League. You see, bruv, fam, yo, priorities. Priorities. Right? Priorities! Look at the shit that we are focusing on. Right? We are focusing on capitalism. Oh my god! These motherfuckers are greedy. They're greedy. Who gives a fuck? Everybody is greedy in this capitalist system. Everybody. Everybody is chasing a bag in this capitalist system. You know what, bruv? I'm here now. So you know what? Let's fucking talk about it. Right? You motherfuckers want to talk about the Super League? Right? Let's talk about it. Who gives a fuck about the planet? Huh? How dare you? Who gives a fuck about the planet? Let's talk about the Super League. Right? You motherfuckers want to talk about it? Let's talk about the Super League. Listen. Dear Soccer World. Okay? I love soccer like all of y'all. But listen, bruv. This Super League shit ain't that deep. <laughs> listen. It ain't that deep. Okay? It ain't that deep. And as a matter of fact, it makes perfect sense to me. Okay? Here's why. Here's why it makes perfect sense to me, bruv. FIFA and UEFA are basically robber barons who've been out here stealing shit and looting the game for years. For years! FIFA has scandal after scandal. UEFA has scandal after scandal. These motherfuckers have been looting the game for years. Okay? They're fucking robber barons. And listen, bruv. Listen. They're just pissed that these soccer teams, these 12 European soccer teams, these 12 European powerhouses, they're just pissed that those teams want to be like them. They're pissed that Arsenal wants to be like UEFA. <laughs> they're pissed that Real Madrid wants to be like them because, bruv, they're out here vilifying these teams for trying to do what they've been doing. Right? These teams want to maximize their profits. Real Madrid wants to maximize its profits. Barcelona wants to maximize its profits. UEFA has been maximizing its profits. FIFA has been maximizing its profits. Bruv, who gave FIFA the fucking power to control soccer? Who gave UEFA the fucking power to control the game? Who? Who? Anybody can start a fucking league. Legit, bruv. Anybody. So, fam, when I look at these fucking debates, oh, 
the soul of soccer. Oh, they're trying to rip the soul of the game out. They're trying to kill the game. Soccer is for the fans. Listen, bruv. Listen. Football hasn't been for the fans for the past, what, 30 years? Football doesn't belong to the fans. How much does a fucking season ticket cost? Huh? How much? How much? How much does a fucking ticket cost to go to an Arsenal game? How much? It costs a lot of money. Right? Hundreds of pounds. Right? And bruv, I'm talking about the meh seats. Okay? I'm talking about the ah seats. Legit. I'm talking about the fucking nosebleeds. That's what I'm talking about. Now, bruv, think about how much it costs for the good seats. It costs a lot of money. Why? Why is the situation like that? Because everybody has to get their cut. Right? Everybody. Arsenal has to get their cut. Right? The Premier League has to get their fucking cut. The FA has to get its cut. Everybody has to get their fucking cut. That's why the tickets are expensive. And then you look at how much these fucking organizations make from TV rights. Bruh, hey, listen, if I'm Barcelona, I look at the fucking numbers and I say, wait, why am I earning so little when my team contributes so much? Right? If I'm Real Madrid, I look at the fucking numbers and I say, wait, 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 wait. Wait, why is it that? When Real is playing, the numbers spike up. But look at the money that I'm making. Why am I making so little from the games? When evidently people tune in in their fucking numbers in droves, right? To watch my team play. But I am not making what you are making, UEFA. Right? It's a numbers game. So, bruv, I understand where these teams are coming from. Oh, oh, and to top it all off. COVID-19 fucked everything up. COVID-19 fucked everything up. Right? So teams are losing money. <laughs> Bruv, teams are losing money. But you've got Erling Haaland asking for 30 plus million pounds a year. Okay? Teams are losing money. But Erling Haaland is out there, you know. He's out there selling himself to the world. Like, hey, Man City, do you want me? Hey, Real Madrid, do you want me? Hey, Barcelona, do you want me? Well, if you want me, you're going to have to pay me plus minus 30 million a year. And on top of that, you have to spend at least 100 million on me if you want to buy me. Right? So, bruv, where is this money going to come from? So, bruv, I understand where these 12 teams are coming from. Right? Do I co-sign it? No. I am not 100% on board, but I understand why this move was made. I get it. Right? I get it. UEFA is greedy. FIFA is greedy. Then why shouldn't the fucking team owners be greedy too? Club owners are businessmen too. Legit. Everybody wants to make money. What the fuck is that? Can y'all hear that? Like, like you know, this neighborhood, bruv. You know what I mean? Like, like, there's always somebody doing something that I don't agree with. It's like, bruv, 
every single time I start recording, it's as if, you know, the fucking, you know, the, the crazy people come out. The loonies come out. They come out the fucking bin and they cause a fucking ruckus. They're out here just wilding out, drilling walls, drilling shit, drilling bitches. What's going on in this neighborhood? What's handing in? Right? Now suddenly, motherfuckers start fixing shit. Why? Because I'm recording now. Right? I'm out here recording and now motherfuckers are here drilling a wall. What's handing in? How about drill the wall later? How about that? How about that? Bruv, yo, fam, 90% of the people, right, in my neighborhood are not fucking, yo, dude, they're, they're, they're not handy. 90% of them. So it baffles me when I hear a fucking drill in the distance. It baffles me. Right? Because 90% of these fucking dudes over here, like, bruh, yo, fam, they've got fucking banana fingers. Legit. They've got banana fingers. They're fucking sensitive. All facts. I'm surrounded by a bunch of sensitive men over here, bruv. This neighborhood is made up of nothing but sensitive dudes. It is what it is. So, bruv, it baffles me when I hear a fucking drill. Okay? When I hear somebody fucking hammering away or something. Who's out there working? I know they ain't. I know that these motherfuckers over here ain't working, so evidently they hired some poor guy from Mozambique. Ha! He had to escape that country. Why? Because ISIS is over there shooting up the block. Why ain't that the leading story? Why isn't ISIS wilding <laughs> in Mozambique the leading story? Right? That story popped up on TV a few times, and now motherfuckers, you know, I'm back to talking about dumb shit. Now motherfuckers are out here talking about the Super League all day, every day. The Super League, this, the Super League, that. And I get it, right? I get it. These fucking news outlets are trying to make money, so they're hopping onto everything that is fucking trending. They're like, hey, how do we get on this fucking bandwagon? How do we flip the story into ad revenue? You see, bruv, therein lies the lesson. It's easy to fucking judge teams like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Arsenal, etc. It's easy to fucking judge these teams. Right? It's easy. But we forget that everything around us is a business. Everything is a business. Motherfuckers are out there talking about the soul of soccer. Soccer has no soul. Soccer's soul died a long time ago, fellas. It died a long time ago. When I see motherfuckers ranting, motherfuckers crying, I saw Ian Wright, right? And listen, bruv, I love Wrighty. I love Wrighty, Arsenal legend, God of the game, right? God of the game, Gunnar's chain. It is what it is. I saw him, right, sitting in a car, just talking about the Super League, on the brink of crying. He was on the brink of tears. Legit, bruv, he was about to cry. I was like, hey, buddy, don't be out here crying me. An arsenal-filled river. Don't be out here crying me. A fucking river. Bruh, hey, there is no soul. Okay? There is no soul. There is no soul. Soccer is now a fucking business. These clubs are now just investments. And that's how it goes. Okay? American money got into the sport. Oil money 
got into the sport. Bruv, what are we talking about? Motherfuckers are talking about the soul. Manchester City is owned by a country. Let that shit sink in. We are talking about soul? Manchester City is owned by a country. We are talking about soul? PSG is owned by a country. We are talking about Seoul. Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich has fucking feasted on the Bundesliga. Okay? They have feasted on every fucking club over there. They have preyed on every fucking club that has a bit of talent in the German league. But we are talking about Seoul. We are talking about Seoul. Bayern Munich dominates the Bundesliga. If Borussia Dortmund has a young, fucking, talented player, Bayern Munich is going to buy him. Okay? If Schalke has a fucking young, talented midfielder, Bayern Munich is going to buy him. That's what happens over there. If Wolfsburg has a talented young goalkeeper, Bayern Munich is going to buy him. Okay? That's just how it works. If fucking RB Leipzig has a young fucking winger, Bayern Munich is going to buy him. That's just how it works over there. If Stuttgart has a young fucking striker, Bayern Munich is going to buy him. And motherfuckers are out here talking about soul. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Talking about soul? Soul? You are telling me about soul? Oh, 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 the soul, the soul of the sport. We need to protect the soul of the sport. Soccer is for the fans, is it? Is it? Bruv, I saw some of these teams. I saw, I saw some of these teams, like, you know, acting as if, like, they are better than thou. Teams like Bayern Munich and PSG. The fucking balls. Bruv, the fucking balls for Bayern Munich and PSG. To be on their fucking high horse. Oh, we are not gonna join the Super League. We are better than that. Are you? Are you better than that, bruv? These two teams, these two teams have destroyed their respective leagues. Both of them. Both of them. The Bundesliga is the Bayern League. The Jet is the Bayern League. All facts. Right? All fucking facts. The French League. It's the fucking PSG league. They dominate those leagues. Because they have the most money. Okay? They got the bigger bags. Hence they dominate those fucking leagues. I don't give a fuck if PSG doesn't win the league this year. I don't care. That doesn't mean that that league is fucking competitive. Right? It just means that PSG is just tired of winning. Right? PSG is tired of dominating that league. Bruv, here's the thing about dominance. Right? Dominance eventually gets boring. Like everything in the fucking world. Right? Dominance eventually gets boring. Eventually you go, okay, guys, how about we get some fucking competition in here? How about that? Right? Floyd Mayweather went crazy because he had no competition. He went crazy. 
I mean, this fucking guy was out there fighting fucking Conor McGregor. I mean, I mean, that just didn't make any sense. Right? Conor is a fucking master of MMA. Right? And fucking Mayweather is a master of boxing. That didn't make any sense. You feel me? Mayweather lost his fucking mind. He lost his fucking mind. He was out there fighting some fu- some fucking kid in Japan. I mean, bro, he fought some youngin in Japan. Some little guy, little Tompo. I mean, bro, what are we doing? He was out there fighting a kickboxer. I mean, bro, he lost his fucking mind because there's no competition. That's why. Right? Being the only one eventually gets boring. PSG is bored. Neymar wants to leave because the French League sucks. Mbappe wants to leave because the French League sucks. Right? They want to go to Spain. They want to go to England. You feel me? Bonjour. Je suis Mbappé. Je suis Neymar. Je suis PSG. Je suis Paris. Je suis Baguette. Recap. Je suis Stripper Brand. Je suis Air Jordan. Je suis Hermès. Je suis Famas League. Je suis Liguan. Je suis Charlie. Uh, Moet. Pepe Le Pew. And bruv, listen. I get it. Okay? I fucking get it. Right? If we get the Super League, competition sort of kind of dies. Right? And that shit would be sad. I fucking get it. Right? I get that the teams that join the Super League cannot get relegated. Right? Which then kills competition a little bit. So we get an Americanized type situation. I mean, bro, look at the NBA, for example. Right? If you are at the bottom of league standings, you don't get relegated. You don't drop out of the NBA and go to a lower league. No. Right? It just means that if you are at the bottom of the league, you are at the top of the draft. That's what it means. Right? So that you can get new talent into your fucking team. I get it. Right? I get it. Right, competition dies, and nobody wants football or soccer to be Americanized, right? The fucking Americanization of soccer should be, you know, stopped in its tracks. All facts. I get it. I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all, right? I'm with every single fan around the world. But I also understand where these European powerhouses are coming from. I get where these clubs are coming from. I get where everybody's coming from. Right? We love competition. We love the fact that if you are in the bottom three of the fucking league, you drop out. Right? And then a team that is currently playing in the fucking second division graduates. Right? Or matriculates into the best league in your country. I get it. I fucking get it. We love that. We love competition. We love the fact that if a team plays good, that team gets rewarded. Facts. And if a team plays bad, that team gets relegated. That team gets punished. Right? I love that. And I'm guessing that's the fucking soul that you guys are talking about. I get it.
right? I love the spirit of competition in football. I love it, right? But I also understand where everybody's coming from. You feel me? I get the whole spirit and soul of competition. It's beautiful. But if you really think about it, right? Football's soul died a long time ago. It died a long time ago. Bruh, PSG bought Neymar for 222 million euros. Let that shit sink in. 222. Right? That money could buy at least 100 of these fucking helicopters that are flying above us. Right? It could buy... Yo, listen, bruv. It could buy 100 of these fucking copters. Easily. Easily. 222 million euros. And you motherfuckers want to talk about soul? Huh? Bruh, PSG spent a billion euros. In what? In five years? (laughs) Right? They spent a billion euros. Building... Their fucking team. A billion euros on players. Manchester City has spent a billion euros on players. And you guys want to talk about soul? I mean, bruh, what are we talking about? Bruh, yo, fam, fam. Barcelona has been spending a hundred million a year, pretty much. Right? On one player. They've been acquiring players, right? At a fucking 100 million euros a year. Griezmann, 130 something million. Coutinho, 140 something million. Dembele, 100 million. Bruh, they've been spending 100 million pounds or euros a year. A year. And you guys want to talk about competition? And listen, bruv, I love Barcelona. But, bruv, I've got to give you guys the real rugged and raw facts. Right? i got to fucking lay them down like a fucking charcuterie plate. Legit. These are all facts. These are all fucking facts. The numbers are out there. Do your fucking Googles. Bruh, Real Madrid... Builds a team of uh, quote-unquote Galacticos every decade. Every fucking decade. And you guys want to talk about soul? <laughs> Bruh, Juventus has been winning the Serie A every single year for the past 10 years. And you guys want to talk about soul? You guys want to really sit there and talk about soul? Huh? You guys want to talk about soul? Oh, the soul of the sport is being ripped apart. The soul of the sport got ripped apart a long time ago. In an ideal world, Erling Haaland stays at Borussia Dortmund. In an ideal world. Okay? In an ideal world, Kylian Mbappe stays at Monaco. 
in an ideal world. Right? In an ideal world, Neymar stays at Barcelona. In an ideal world. In an ideal world, Robert Lewandowski stays at Borussia Dortmund. But we don't live in an ideal world. Right? João Felix should have stayed at Benfica, right? If football, if football still had soul, right? If football was all about soul and, and the spirit of competition, João Felix should have stayed at Benfica, right? Huh? Huh? Right? These are all facts. These are all fucking facts. If football was all about soul, Cristiano Ronaldo should have stayed at Sporting. <laughs> right? The, these are all facts. He should have. David Beckham should have stayed at Manchester United. If football was all about the spirit. Oh my God. Motherfuckers romanticize the sport. And listen, I do too. But I am not blinded by my fucking romantic view of the sport. I'm not blinded by it. I see the fucking sport for what it is. And it's a business. That's what soccer is. Soccer is a fucking business. I saw my nigga troops. Right? I love troops. I love them. But... You know, I, I saw him say some shit, and I was like, I don't, I don't agree with that. It's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. He was like, the NBA is a business. The NFL is a business. And football is a sport. Right? When he said that, I was like, huh? Well, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And he was like, yo, you Americans want to turn our shit into your shit. And we are not going to let that happen. What are you talking about, troops? Let's listen, man. My nigga, troops, man. Right? Gunners for life. Arsenal for life. But, bro, what are you saying? What are you saying? You see, bro, you know, I respect the Americans. You know why? I respect the Americans because they never present their fucking sports as something else. Right? They never go, oh, the, the soul of the NBA, the spirit. They never say that. They never do that. Right? They go, hey, listen, the NBA is a fucking organization. The NBA is a business. Right? The NBA is for profit. That's what they say. They never come out and, like, you know, try to be all poetic about the fucking game. Oh, my God. It's so poetic. No. No, no, no. no. The NBA is a business. Right? The NBA is a business first. And a sport second. Right? They are a business first. And a sports organization second. They never present their fucking game. As something you know. That it's not. You feel me? So when I heard troops say the NBA is a business the NFL is a business, but football is not a business. Football is a sport. I gotta disagree. Right? I gotta disagree. Right? Our Arsenal 
hasn't won shit because our owner is not willing to buy top players, right? He's not willing to spend $200 million on a Neymar type player, right? And that has led to Arsenal not being that fucking competitive. That has led Arsenal to being a fucking middle-of-the-table team, right? Right? And while we were out there just, you know, not buying anybody, Manchester City was buying everything. Everything in sight. Man United was buying everything in sight. Chelsea was buying everything in sight. Liverpool was buying everything in sight. Right? Look at the players that we've bought. Just, just look at that. We spent, what, 80 million pounds on Pepe? Like Nicola Pepe is just, you know? He's sort of kind of a flop, right? He's hit or miss. He's too fucking inconsistent for that price. But we spend 80 million smackaroonies on him, right? That's Arsenal. You feel me? So fam, if the business is not right, the sport won't be right too. You feel me, bro? So hey, I get where everybody's coming from. I get where all of these fucking, you know, major teams are coming from. And I also get where the fans are coming from. And I also get where UEFA and FIFA are coming from. But we have to teach ourselves or we have to learn, right, to view everything or to look at everything in totality. We cannot just pick and choose what we are going to discuss. Motherfuckers are talking about the soul of football. There's no soul. There's no fucking soul here. It's been dead. Right? It's been dead. I love Messi, but Messi earns half a billion fucking euros. Right? He deserves it. I'm not saying he doesn't. He deserves it. Why? Because football is a business. If football wasn't a business, Messi should be earning around 10 million euros. Or 20 million euros. And that should be the fucking peak. Right? That should be the fucking, the peak of it all. The peak of all these fucking salaries. Neymar should be earning around, you know, 5 million. Mbappe should be earning around 3 million. Like, like a pro, you can't fill my shoes or size my bubble. If football had soul, right? If football had soul, the players I just mentioned would be earning that money that I said they should be earning. Right? Bruv. Football had soul when players like Zidane were still playing, right? When players like Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, were still playing. I mean, bruv, yo fam, look at how much those players were bought for back in the days. Right? I think Real Madrid spent like 30 or 40 million, right, on Zidane back in the days when they were buying him from fucking Juventus. Right? Think about that. How much is Zidane worth today? Let that shit sink in. Think about it. If Zidane was 21 years old in 2021, right? If Zidane was born in 2000, in the year 2000, how much is he worth in this market? Think about it. How much is Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, worth in this fucking market? How much is David Beckham worth? In this fucking market. Think about it. Think about it. Huh? How much is fucking Rivaldo 
worth in this fucking market? How much is Batistuta worth in this market? Van Nistelrooy, Thierry Henry, Bergkamp, Ian Wright, right? Ellen Shera. Like, bruv, how much are they worth in this fucking market? You know what? You motherfuckers are pissing me off, man. How much are they worth? How much are they worth, bruv? How much are they worth? Motherfuckers are talking about soul. They're talking about soul in 2021? You motherfuckers are talking about soul in 2021? Arsenal bought Nicola Pepe for 80 million pounds. And you talking, you fucking talking about soul? And Real Madrid spent around 40 million on Zidane. And y'all are talking about soul. You motherfuckers are telling me about soul. Get the fuck out of here, man. How much is Ronaldinho worth in this market today? How much? How much? The fuck? What are we talking about? Huh? Chelsea... Spent around 50 million euros on Timo Werner. Timo Werner is flopping right now. Arsenal spent 100 million on Usman Dembele. And listen, bruv, he has improved this year. But, 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 but Barcelona still spent 100 million euros on him. 100 million euros. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Real Madrid spent around 40 on Zidane. And look at what he achieved. And look at what he's still doing for Real Madrid today. As a coach. As a fucking coach. And y'all are telling me about soul. You guys are talking about soul. When some of the best players to ever fucking live. Were bought for 30 million. 20 million. 40 million. 15 million. And you guys are telling me about Seoul when Arsenal bought Nicola Pepe for 80 million pounds. And you're telling me about Seoul. <clears throat> what are we talking about? Huh? Like, what are we really talking about? We need to look at everything holistically, in totality. We can't be out here picking and choosing shit. Right? And listen, bruv, listen. Back when Real Madrid was buying Zidane, right, for 40 million, that number was crazy at the time. And listen, I get the whole, you know, inflation. I get it. I get how fucking currency works. I get how this fucking market works. I get it. I get it. Right? But if you take inflation into account, Zidane is easily... A fucking 500 million pound talent. Easily. Right? Right? Bruh, Juventus bought Ronaldo for 100 million from Real Madrid. But if the market truly had sold, Ronaldo is worth way more than that. 
Still. Still. Ronaldo is worth around 300 million, 400 million in my books. Messi is worth around six, seven hundred million, maybe even a billion in my books. Right? If football really gave a fuck about the players. You feel me? If football really, yeah, if football was really, you know, fair about shit. Right? But back in the days, football had soul. Right? Football really, really had soul. So motherfuckers weren't earning crazy amounts of money. Business was fair. Right? Business was fair back in the days. It was fair. And as a matter of fact, the NBA, I believe, has more soul than football. Why? Because they have a salary cap. That's why. LeBron's talent... Bruh, yo, he would be... Fam, LeBron would earn a billion dollars a year. His salary... His salary would be a billion dollars a year. Because his talent is priceless. Steph Curry, bro. Are y'all, are y'all watching Steph? Are y'all watching Steph? Chef Curry is out here cooking. He cooking. Right? He's fucking cooking. <laughs> rest, rest before it to rest. Rest, rest, rest before it to rest. Rest, rest. Ten straight games with ten or more threes made. He's cooking. He's out the fucking shooting on the dribble, shooting while in transition, shooting from the fucking logo, shooting. Like, he's just fucking shooting. Right? Dishing out 40 a day, 40 a game. Different. How much is that talent worth in the open market? How much? Right? Football is more of a business than the NBA because right now what we are seeing is that football has become, you know, an open market. You feel me? Anybody can get paid whatever. I get the whole financial fair play, right? People just say that to say it. There's no financial fair play here. There's no financial fair play. Erling Haaland, who still plays for Borussia Dortmund, he's still employed by Borussia Dortmund. He's actively selling himself on the market. Right? Actively. While still being employed by another team, he's out there marketing himself. And he's asking for 30 million euros a year. The open market. Right? So which one is it? Do you want Seoul or do you want the open market? Because some Arsenal fans are like, oh, we should have been spending this 300 million that we spent to join the Super League on players. You see, bruv? Arsenal fans also want to be like Manchester City. They also want to be like Bayern Munich, Barcelona, and PSG. They want to be able to buy players like Haaland, Mbappe, or Neymar. You see that? So don't tell me about soul, bruv. There's no soul. There's no fucking soul. Right? There's no fucking soul. The biggest teams in Europe 
will forever dominate European leagues and they will forever dominate the Champions League. Right? Do you know what's soul, bruv? Huh? Do you know what's soulful? What would have been soulful is to see a team like Borussia Dortmund win the Champions League. Right? Because they actually do things the right way. You feel me? They do things the right way. You feel me? They develop players from the fucking grassroots. You know? All I'm saying is, we need to stop talking about football as if it is some fucking highbrow poetic shit. There's no poetic justice in football. Five on five game, he good. One on one, I'm undefeated. Never lost. I saw some Leeds United fans celebrating the fact that Liverpool drew against them. Like, oh, the Super League team failed to beat us. Bruh, hey, dear Leeds United, relax. Okay? Take it easy. These motherfuckers were out there, you know, running around with their fucking white shirts. Right? The shirts had the fucking Champions League logo on it. And the words, earn it, on them. Like, like huh? Champions League logo, earn it? Yo, is Leeds United in the Champions League? Is Leeds United in the Europa League? Like, bruh, hey, dear Leeds United, listen. You guys are not winning the Champions League anytime soon. Okay? You motherfuckers are never winning the Champions League. Legit. These are just all facts. You guys are never winning the Champions League. All facts. On God, on Allah, on Berg. <laughs> Legit. You motherfuckers ain't winning shit anytime soon. Okay? All of Europe's biggest teams are going to re-up when the fucking transfer window opens up. Barca is going to be stronger than ever. Real Madrid is going to be stronger than ever. Bayern Munich is going to be stronger than ever. Manchester United, Manchester City, Chelsea, Arsenal, they're going to be stronger than ever. You ain't winning shit. You ain't winning shit. Motherfuckers are talking about earning shit. Earn it. Champions League, earn it. You ain't winning shit. And listen, bruv, I like these United. Right? Because, you know, of the God himself, Lucas Hadebe. Godly. Yahweh. But, bruv, listen. Leeds United ain't winning shit. This is just the truth. These are all facts. So these motherfuckers were out there running around, you know, in white shirts. Earn it. Earn it. Motherfuckers are creating merch. Right? Motherfuckers are running around in white shirts as if that shit is going to change football. It's not going to change anything. Right? And listen, bruv, yeah, I saw all of these fucking Super League teams, especially the English teams, start to fucking pull out of the Super League. I get it. Not really. Not really. I mean, I wouldn't say that. Motherfuckers were rioting. Motherfuckers were protesting. Right? So these teams had to pull out. Right? Chelsea pulled out. Manchester City pulled out. Manchester United pulled out. Arsenal pulled out. I get it. Right? The fans were angry. 
Football is for the fans. Ugh. I get it. Right? And listen, bruv, I'm with y'all. I'm with the fans. But, bruv, I get where everybody's coming from. And, yeah, greed plays a big role in all of this shit. Greed plays a big role in soccer. And we all need to fucking admit that. We all need to face that. Right? We all need to look ourselves in the fucking eye. Legit. Right? Go to your nearest mirror and look at yourself. Feel me? Look at yourself. Football has no soul. So yeah, motherfuckers that are protesting. Football's for the fans. Gonky out. Right? And listen, I'm with y'all. Gonky gotta go. Right? Call Aliko Dangote. Legit. To buy Arsenal. Gonky out. Right? I'm with y'all. The Glazers out at Manchester United. I'm with y'all. I'm here with y'all. I'm here now, now, nigga. nigga. But, good or bad, I understand where everybody is coming from. I get it. I get the fans. I get FIFA and UEFA. And I also get the clubs. Right? Football is a business. Right? And it's the biggest business out of all the fucking sports. Feel me? There's no soul in sports in general. There's no fucking soul. Stop talking about soul. Right? Stop talking about soul. Feel me? Greed drives everything in soccer. Everything. Motherfuckers are trying to make more money. You feel me? And that's how it will always be. Forever. Right, no matter what y'all niggas do, no matter what y'all niggas say, yo, football is a fucking business. And that will never change. Right? These days, when a fucking 17-year-old kid can fucking dribble the ball or juggle the ball, they slap a fucking 100 million pound release clause on him. Like, yeah, he's worth 100 million. The kid has only scored five times. The kid only has five goals. Right? And they're like, yeah, he's worth 100 milli. Right? The kid only scored 15 goals. He's worth 200 million. There's no soul. There's no fucking soul. It's all about money. Whether you niggas like it or not. It's all about money. Super League this, Super League that. The soul of the sport. Protect the soul. There's no soul. There's no soul to protect. This whole thing is a fucking business. Legit. It's getting spooky. 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 It's getting spooky.
It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. Weird times. Global weirding. Side to side, not being a stationary target. That's a nice jab. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh, she's mad, but she still but can't even stand. She's so wobbly. Out of nowhere. Oh, she's falling. She's mine. Oh, my goodness. That front leg kick. That, that short kick was not. 100%. 100%. That's legit. Stop she it. needs to look now. She's she's really she's realizing. It. She's realizing. Oh, Ooh, faint, faint. Bow. Right on the jaw. It's over. It's over. It didn't look spectacular. Look, look at this. Look at this again. Look at this. Look how perfect this is. Smash. Oh, oh my goodness. Rose was constantly moving right because she was moving so much. John Wayley expected low kick. Yes. Kick went high. Oh my god, that was perfect. Cold. Doesn't know what's going on. Rose. He gave her a chance. There's follow-up shots. It's over. Oh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? This broadcast booth quite like Thug Rose, oh, Nama Yunus, and it's thrilling. Oh. Who the best? I'm the best. Who the fucking best? I'm the best. You've been the best. I'm new on this Humpty Hump and Slick Rick run from the nasal palate. Nas rhymes from the back of his throat. Biggie is a swinger. He swings like a horn player over jazz. B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A. No info for the D-E-A. He put more emphasis on the uh-uh, uh 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 He's just spelling his name. But the flow, vicious. Pac, on the other hand, I think Tupac pulled from Martin Luther King. Malcolm X. I don't know when it is that we're gonna make it to the mountaintop. But one day all the children will be able to play together. All the children, all the... It's like pouring those words out because you mean it. And that's why, you know, I never had a father figure. But I was raised by the thugs and the drug dealers. That's why I love niggas. That singing that Pac was doing and stuff. Mikel, uh, the result, an overturned penalty and an own goal, did that all combine to make a really miserable night for you? Yeah, but uh, there are certain things we cannot control. We can control the performance, 
I think we were the better team on the pitch, but there are certain decisions that uh, we cannot control, and last week it was exactly the same thing. You even called in your programme notes, you said, I think we have to believe there's an astrophysicist yeah. capable... No, we can give them a whistle and they can come next to me and whistle the game, because to this allow a goal 15, 15 seconds before, 8-9 touches, and I saw it 10 times, I cannot see it. But you can draw the line however you want, how thick you want, when the moment that the ball leaves that, I don't get it. As far as you're concerned, is it just a lottery? And the lottery can, can be taken the way they want. Zero control. What about because the goal? Because there is an, an action, is an offside action, it goes to a corner. If they score from that corner, it is a goal, and it's two metres offside. So somebody has to explain that. The goal itself, was it more than just a goalkeeping error? Was it two errors combined? Is that, it's an on goal. It's a goal that uh, we know we have to do better. I'm not sure what he can say, but has Bernd Leno said anything after the goal? No, I haven't spoken to him. Of the overall performance, what did you make tonight? That we were the better team, that we lacked some clear-cut chances and, uh, and a bit of more age in the final third. But I thought that we didn't deserve to lose the game. Just but, not making enough of the possession advantage you had? Yes, and we were in enough threat, um, enough quality in the final thirds to open them up. It's true that they are very well organised, but uh, we would have the moment in the right moment. And uh, we conceded the goal in the wrong moment, and when we had the penalty, it wasn't given. How damaging is this, do you think, in your quest? It's damaging for the confidence, because the last two games we lost five points at home. And uh, it should have been a completely different result, but this is what it is. How worrying is that home form? That's nine defeats at home now. Yeah. That's worse for 90 years. Yeah, it's ter terrible, unacceptable. But what is in front of you next week is a huge semi-final. Yeah. How do you pick yourselves up from this? We have to rest, analyse the game again and focus, put all of our energy and belief in the game. And um, we know what uh, it means for us. And, um, and what the consequences would have for us at the end of the season. Thanks, Mikel. Thank you. Welcome back to Late Night, everybody, with Johnson & Johnson's one-shot vaccine. Now going into the arms of Americans, there are now three approved COVID-19 vaccines. Here with more on that is one of our writers, Jeff Wright. What's up, Moderna? Hey, Pfizer, what are you doing here? I'm here for the vaccine job. Really? Do you even have a vaccine? Of course I do, and it's 92% effective. That's cute. My vaccine is 94% effective, but who's counting? So you're here for the vaccine job, too? Yep. So you might as well get a head start on traffic and go home. Everyone's gonna choose my vaccine. You awfully confident for someone with such a bad name. What are you talking about? Your name literally sounds like murder. Nobody wants your murder in a vaccine. Come on, man. Moderna doesn't sound like murder. I had three name meetings and nobody said nothing. Hey, uh, did the job interview start already? Not yet. Who are you guys? See, I told you we weren't gonna be late. I'm Johnson. That's my brother Johnson. We're Johnson and Johnson. Both of your names are Johnson? Yeah. So which Johnson name comes first? Mine does. No, mine does. But I'm older. But I put more money in. Well, it was my idea. No, you said it as a joke and I said, let's actually do it. Hey guys, uh, we don't care. Just go by your first names. Johnson? Wait, so your name is Johnson Johnson and Johnson Johnson? Yeah. See, I told you we should have went by the Johnson. No, then we'd be like the Jacksons and somebody would have to be a Tito. I'm not trying to be a Tito. So you guys have a vaccine too? Yeah. And it only needs one shot. What's your effective rate? Ain't one percent. What? What was that? 
81%. Did he say Amperstein? I think he said Aiden for president. Who's Aiden? Remember Aiden, that dude from my gym class, the one with the eye thing? Oh, yeah, that dude. What was up with his eye? I think it was like dead. When he looked at me, I like felt I said cold. 81%. Oh, oh, hell no. But 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 we, we protect against more than just COVID, and we working on a new way to take the shot. Oh, that's what's up, because I'm tired of taking shots in the butt. Whoa, you do know you can inject it in the arm, right? Well, I knew that. I gotta make a quick phone call. I'll be back. Hey, uh, is this where the interview is happening? I have a vaccine, too. Wait, who are you? AstraZeneca. That's a cool name. I would kill for that name. Yeah, I bet you would. Shut up. Why are you so late? I was working in Europe, and I just got in. So you just got off an international flight and then quarantine? Yeah, but that's because the trying to give me the virus. But he kept asking me to pull my pants down. You Johnsons can leave, too. I already got pre-orders from every country. I guess everyone wants my vaccine. Man, nobody wants your vaccine. You probably put the chip in people. That was one time, and it was a chocolate chip. I was trying to end hunger. Uh, next, Mr. Murder... Murderna? It's Moderna. Never mind. Okay, well, good news, you all are approved. Okay. Then why did he give me my shot in the butt? Then why they gave me mine in the butt? Oh, green Jimmy the Cricket suit wearing ass motherfucker. Get on! Oh, short Colin Powell haircut having ass motherfucker. Get on! Little Angela Davis mustache wearing ass motherfucker. Get on! Little Richard Pryor short cut fade having around the side wearing motherfucker. Little Sammy Davis Award Jr. Afro haircut having ass motherfucker. Get on! Little Dynamite Disco Danny devastating. Get on! Little Don Cornelius with a head. Askren, even though he's a UFC fighter, is a grappler, not a boxer. So why was he even in the damn ring? From now on, Paul needs to fight an actual boxer. He's going to hurt any non-boxers. Stephen A., were you impressed with Jake Paul's KO of Askren? No, I was not. But it has nothing to do with Jake Paul. I want to I emphasize that. Um, the guy, I think, is fundamentally sound thus far, Max. I have not seen him against a real boxer. Um, and, and But I think we've seen enough from him to know he takes it seriously enough. He's got about 14.8 million followers on Instagram, and he's got a few million on Twitter. So he's a, he's a social media sensation, you know, YouTube, that kind of stuff. We get all of that, and his popularity is his popularity, and give him credit for that, uh, okay? Um, you know, but Nate Robinson was a basketball player. Um, this guy, Ben Askren, 19-2 and two as a UFC fighter, if I remember correctly. We know what Masvidal did to him, but Masvidal with that kick to the head, that knee to the head, would have knocked anybody out catching them by surprise like that. Where I'm not impressed, Max, is that Ben Askren should be ashamed of himself. He walked in there looking like a fat slob. I'm serious. He looked like somebody's grandparent. I mean, it was pathetic. It really, really was. You know, to, to know that he is a professional fighter. See, I don't hold that against heavyweights. Like, if you're a heavyweight in boxing or a heavyweight in the UFC and stuff like that, I get all of that, okay? But there is no excuse. There was no excuse for Ben Askren to walk into the ring looking like that. And, Max, you'll laugh at this. And put me on a split screen because I want to see Max when I'm saying this. If you watched it, and I know you did, Max, and you saw Ben Askren. Did you see how he was holding up his hands? It was like a fighter from the 1940s. I didn't know whether I was watching him or Jake LaMotta or, 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 
or, or, or Joe John, or Joe Lewis or someone. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is unbelievable. I couldn't believe how he looked. And clearly, as a UFC fighter, he was a grappler. He was never known as a striker, okay? That's not his thing. And so I'm looking at Jake Paul, and I'm saying, listen, respect the cat's skills. This guy apparently wants to be a boxer. They say he's been training for two or three years. He's been taking it very seriously. Okay, that's fine. And I got nothing but respect for him, and I wish him nothing but the best. I can't wait to talk to him one day. But here's the reality of the situation. You're going into the ring against non-boxers. At some point in time, you got to go in there against somebody who at least has an amateur record. I mean, somebody that is, or, or, or is trying to be a pro. Because guess what? If you out there trying to be a boxer and your hands are licensed, guess what, Max? You, you could actually get yourself arrested for, do, for doing the kind of stuff that he's done to Ben Askren and, 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 and Nate Robson, more so Nate Robson than Ben Askren, because Nate Robson's a basketball player that should have never been in the ring, as Snoop Dogg would say, you don't play boxing. And in Ben Askren's case, even though he's no boxer, he was a UFC fighter, still is a UFC fighter, so I get it. But clearly, boxing is not his thing. It was very, very evident and Jake Paul going into the ring against non-boxers, that has to stop. Now we need to see him against guys that actually fight, like box, is what I'm saying. Since you got to um, go by boxing rules. I was impressed by the knockout because it was a one-hitter quitter. Middle of the yeah. ring, two dudes, hands up. One guy jumps in with the right hand, cold clocks the other guy, flies his head, and stops him. I mean, you know, Astrid got up, but he was done. One shot. I'm impressed. Now, Askren's not a boxer, but he's scored knockouts in MMA fights with his hands. He is an experienced fighter, and Jake Paul is a novice. So I would not recommend that he fights guys with a deep amateur record, because that kind of muscle memory, even if you're a fantastic athlete and you take it very seriously, when you start exchanging with someone who has muscle memory from the time they're a kid, it's not going to go well for you usually. It's not going to go mm -hmm. good. Jake Paul is not responsible for the shape the other dude comes in. He, 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 no amateur fights. As a professional, he does his celebrity boxing stuff, but he takes it seriously. Yeah. All you can ask is that, it, it, from, from Jake Paul, is that he takes it seriously, he's dedicated to the craft, he shows up in shape, and he gives it his best. Uh, he's not responsible for Nate Robinson not really taking it as seriously as he is. Or, or, or Askren not showing up in shape. That's not his business. His business is to take care of himself. Now, the next time he fights someone, should it be someone with a deeper background? Honestly, Stephen A., not if he can get money for fighting fights like this. <laughs> why, why would, if you're getting paid millions to put on a show and you have to find the right kind of name opponent to put it on with, then depending on your aspirations, who says you ever have to fight more no, than on, that if the Max. public will still pay for it? Max, excuse me for interjecting. Seriously, excuse me yeah. for interjecting, but I have, to, I have to address you on that point. I can't hear that from you guys because you guys, like, like I will defer to your boxing expertise as much as you've been covering boxing. And I don't mean to come across like I'm being negative about Jake Paul in any way. I truly yeah. am not. I'm mm -hmm. not knocking him for it. I'm just saying people who put these fights together, the guy's taking it seriously, man. To throw him in the ring against people that don't box is not right, okay? That, it's not even about him stealing money. You can really, really hurt somebody. L listen, we ain't seen Nate Robinson since. And you notice we ain't laugh about that. We have not seen Nate Robinson since. 
I did listen. I was told that Nate Robinson had to be carried out of the ring. There's mm -hmm. some serious damage that happened to Nate Robinson, okay? I'm just saying this guy is not a joke. So people that get into the ring with him need to know how to box. But to you, the reason why I stopped you is because we've lamented for years that Floyd Money Mayweather would wait forever to fight the Pacquiao's or didn't fight this guy or didn't fight that guy because he was being smart about making his money. And when you going to fight this guy? Why didn't you fight that guy? Well, well hold well, on. Well, we, we, we did that to him, and this but guy was a difference. world champion. And it's considered universally one of the greatest ever. Right, right. But the difference is we knew Floyd was one of the greatest. Yeah. And what boxing people are saying is, yes, you can navigate yourself your way to an undefeated record. And by the way, Floyd's resume is underrated. He fought a lot. He has a great yeah, resume. Absolutely. He has a great resume. But there were times where there were fights we wanted to see him take that he didn't take. Right. I raked a few niggas myself. I ain't really enjoy it. Yeah, like Not it. that much. Not that Shit much. felt good to the motherfucker, though. Sure. I ain't let that nigga kiss me or nothing. Mm -hmm. But I did tear that motherfucking ass up, nigga. I ain't gonna lie about it. But that's what the man's oppressive system did to me. Now. Curry a bomb. No. Thought he was fouled. Now trying to flag down the loose ball. Cannot. But his efforts helped win the possession back for Golden State. And he is not happy right now. Wow, Steph Curry heated. And gets hit with a technical foul. I believe he is very upset that there was not a... In the finals, the only way to really guard him is to be physical, to get up into him. And look, that's just too close. That's not giving him room to land. This is supposed to be an emphasis in our league. Give him a place to land. He didn't give him a place to land. He called. He got to, he got the possession for his team. Yeah, he you, you don't see him that animated that often. And then just the ability to just cut and get open. Denver Nuggets play, so he fits in perfectly on the offensive end. Now, nine of the 12 so-called founding clubs of the European Super League may have withdrawn, but one of the architects of the project insists it's not dead and will return. Talking, of course, about the Real Madrid president and prospective chairman of the ESL, Florentino Perez. He's described the current Champions League format as obsolete. Well, we're joined now by our reporter, uh, Paul Gilmore. Um, Paul, first of all, tell us a little bit about this interview that Perez has given. He's certainly a determined character, isn't he? He certainly is. Perez has been speaking last night and, yeah, it, it, it didn't disappoint in terms of, of highlights. Uh, he said the project is on standby and says they will continue working. Now, the majority of the original founding clubs have, of course, withdrawn, but Perez says there was someone in the English group who didn't have much interest in the Super League and they started in, uh, infecting the rest. They all signed a binding agreement, uh, but in the end, uh, because of the Previ uh, Premier League avalanche, they said, OK, we're off. And uh, although Perez is uh, insisting they have not uh, left yet, he says, you cannot get out of a contract like this. They are binding contracts. He says, I'm convinced that if this project doesn't work, another similar one will. He compared football to tennis, saying it needed more matchups like Roger Federer versus Rafa Nadal. Uh, he was quoted in the Spanish media as well as saying it would be difficult to bring a team 
into any new Super League from a, a small league like Turkey. Um, so I'm sure he will get a, a lovely reaction if Real Madrid make the Champions League final in Istanbul uh, this season. He also claimed uh, Chelsea fan protests, the ones we saw before the Brighton game in the Premier League. He said those were staged, but he refused to elaborate more on that. And he was also critical of the Champions League. He said it doesn't become exciting until the quarterfinals. Again, going back, his own team, Real Madrid, beaten by Shakhtar Donetsk 3-2 in the group stages this season. That was a pretty uh, exciting game. So um, he has been... Um, yeah, certainly outspoken on this uh, issue. He's also been critical of the UEFA uh, president. He says, I've never seen aggression like it from the president of UEFA and the domestic leagues. It seemed orchestrated, insults, threats, like we killed football. We were trying to save football, he says. Impossible uh, to make signings like Haaland and Mbappe as well. That's another thing he said, without the Super League. Uh, and he also said, football changes, life changes. New generations appear. Football is spectacular, but if we don't take care of it, young people will go elsewhere. We have to bring them back with competitive matches with good teams. So clearly, Perez has been completely outspoken on this. Yeah, um, La Liga... Uh, without the Rebel sides of meeting today and we'll find out what comes out of that. So what about our six teams? Is there any way they can be punished and if so, how? Well, I think it's safe to say there will be some sort of sanctions uh, on the big six and those people involved in this plot and... Uh, the Premier League, we know, are considering just exactly what action they will take. No decision has been made. A points deduction feels unlikely because the feeling is that that would punish fans and players. What we will possibly see is the removal of key figures from the big six clubs from subcommittees. And the reason that is quite important, these subcommittees with these influential people can shape process, they can shape decision making. So, yeah, in terms of people involved at the big six clubs. We think of Bruce Buck, who's on the audit committee. Um, Vinny Venkatesham at Arsenal's on the club's strategic advisory group. Ferran Soriano is also on that group. Ed Woodward, of course, is leaving Manchester United. Uh, he sits on the club broadcast advisory group, as does Liverpool's Tom uh, Werner. Daniel Levy on any of these committees. Uh, but clearly, these are powerful, influential people. They enjoy shaping those decisions. And that might just be the way to hurt those guys who have been plotting behind the scenes. It might indeed. Paul Gilmore, thanks very much. Still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2-0. What's the story? Are you not happy or you're only half happy? Or? Still to be happy about. You're up 2-0. Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Okay. Shit bangs like a bongo, nigga. I'm rolling with my angels, nigga. I'm highly blessed, highly favored, nigga. I'm highly blessed, highly favored. I'm just rolling with my angels, nigga. I'm just rolling with my angels. I got the game on a string and I played like a banjo. Rolling with my angels, nigga. I'm just rolling with my angels, nigga. My shit bangs like a bongo, my shit bangs like a bongo, nigga. I'm just rolling with my angels, 
I'm just rolling with my angels, nigga. Highly blessed, highly favored. Highly blessed, highly favored, nigga. Highly blessed, highly favored. I'm just rolling with my angels, nigga. I'm just rolling with my angels. My mama said everything goes round and round, so I better learn how to paddle. And so my shit bangs like a bongo, nigga. My shit bangs like a bongo. And I move like your paddle. I got the game on a string and I play it like a banjo. Rolling with my angels, nigga. I'm just rolling with my angels.